Motorist Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have come together to create a better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders, encircling you with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance. At Cole's Friends and Family Sale, the back-to-school savings add up with an extra 20% off. Save on Skechers for the family, girls' stretch jeggings just $12, and save on an Instant Pot and luggage. Plus, take an extra 10% off home. Plus, everyone gets Kohl's cash. Plus, free Amazon returns now at all Kohl's stores. This weekend at Kohl's. Offers valid July 25th through 28th. 20% with promo code SHOPFAMILY. 10% off home with promo code HOMEDEAL10. Some exclusions apply. See store or kohls.com for details. The Masters is back. Stream all four days from Augusta and get every second of big swinging, glorious setting, career besting, water splashing, record breaking, tiger taming, Rory winning, maybe eagle making, green jacketing, golf glory you could ask for. Grab a Now TV Sky Sports Week Pass and watch all four days of the Masters for just 15 euro. Search Now TV today. Content streamed by the internet, full terms at nowtv.com. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Woo! Welcome back. Uh, before we get started in this, you know this thing right here. I gotta say, welcome home to my main man. Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Yeah. yeah. Holy smokes. Motorist Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have come together to create a better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders, encircling you with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to the Tony Bruno Show. Beautiful. Beautiful. On the old TonyBrunoShow.com Rental discretion is advised. You know what they think? The man chosen to save American radio from its horrible future. Now, here he is. Yeah! It's like family. It's It's like like being in the Olive Garden. You guys are just like family. He didn't invent radio. He just perfected it. I'm innocent. What's the name of that place? Big Packers. I want full cavity searches. Everyone, go deep on them. The godfather of sports radio. It is a final. Here is. You got a big one in there? Tony Bruno. Tony Bruno. Uh, or as this show has been called many times in the past, the enemy of the people. It is the Tony Bruno Show live podcast. Not the anima. Enemy. No, no, no. The anima of the public of the podcast world. Not on Tom Brady's list of potential (laughs) uh, thieves of his jersey. I know. Did you see that? We'll we'll give you an update on that on the program. That's called teasing, Robin. I know. You've got to follow me here. You following me now? And the Washington Post changed their motto today. We will explain and explore. But ladies and gentlemen, we're in the air everywhere, and a man we haven't seen in a long time. Oh, it's brutal. He's been hiding in New Jersey. I have. Not af- as afraid to go over the Walt Whitman, <laughs> the Ben Franklin, the Commodore Barry, the Delaware <laughs> Memorial Bridge, the Taconi, and even the Commodore Barry. Did I mention them before? Yes, the Ferry. Ross. <laughs> he wouldn't even go all the way up to the Burlington Bristol Bridge really? where I was yesterday. <laughs> the great Joe Corrado in Thank the you. house, everybody. Let's give him a roaring round. Thank you very much. Good to be back. The house is kicked. The house and work is killing me, but uh, you're gonna keep it going for it? I know, really. Yes. Thank you very much. That it was a quick cutoff. 
I know. I haven't crossed the bridge in three weeks. It's ridiculous. I cross the bridge when I come to it. I, I only cross the bridge <laughs> to go fill up my gas tank and go do my taxes. I, burn, I usually burn bridges. I don't cross them. <laughs> so Joe Corrado's in the house. Thank Luigi you. Luigi Corrado, as always, is here. Yes. He's got the beard growing now. You're going to grow that thing. You're going to go hipster beard and get it full, <laughs> nice, and real big. No, I'm, I'm, I'm running a playoff beard so the next time that one of the Philly sports teams make a playoff. Oh, okay. Well, you'll be Rasputin. That's exactly. good. You won't have to worry about a Flyers playoff beard. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to try to pull off our new Philadelphia DA. That's, that's what I'm going no. Oh, yeah, you got like to do the maroon on the bottom, man. Yeah, He's got the that. James Harden look. Yes, going. I think he does. you tweeted that out yesterday. I right, did, yes. <laughs> yes. I'm telling you, Joe the beard, Holmes. lately on Twitter has been hotter than the sun. I, I'm trying to make up for my time not being here. It's unbelievable yeah. how... And this guy cranks out yes. comedy. The, the Daily Show. <laughs> Speaking of The Daily Show, yes. one of the writers who won an Emmy... And uh -huh. a Peabody Award for his writing on The Daily Show yes. is going to be on the program. Oh, nice. He's Maybe been I can, on I get the hook up. He's, you see him on The Colbert Show. Yes. He's, he's just a really funny stand-up comic. He's coming back to Philly next week. We I think go I do remember him. when you had him before. Paul yeah. Mercurio is going to join us next Beautiful. hour on the podcast. Nice. Great. And, of course, coming up in just a few minutes, friend of the show and a man who's got seven clients heading to the NFL draft. Wow. Hoping to get drafted. Three of them are quarterbacks. Right. We saw him in Houston at the Super Bowl. We talked about him last week when the whole Vince Young story broke, mm -hmm. and we had it exclusively here on this program. That yes. Vince Young wants to come back to football. We saw him at the Lee Steinberg party. He mm -hmm. is coming back, and everybody was freaking out because he was coming back to the NFL. Yes. He's going to the CFL. Oh, really? Which is that? smart Canada. because their season starts earlier and it ends exactly. earlier exactly. before Canada becomes an unlivable frozen tundra <laughs> uh, come November. <laughs> You know, they play their Super Bowl like in the November. Aren't we building a wall up there, too? Or I think we are, yes. down south. No, we're actually, we're, we're a two for a one down south. Canada's letting everybody in that we don't uh, want in. That's apparently. okay. Yeah, they get the leftovers. That's all right. Exactly. Sloppy seconds, as they <laughs> exactly. say, up in the yes. National Hockey League. <laughs> <laughs> National Hockey In the organization. In the organization, A. Speaking of hockey. Yes. Oh, I know. Big day yes, today. Yes, you know what today is, right? Yes. Where were you on February 22nd, 1980? when Al Michaels was at the microphone for ABC Sports, and the world didn't really see it. And it was Luigi on tape wasn't delay. Yes. It was on tape delay. I remember it vividly like it was yesterday. Mm -hmm. But it was 37 years ago <laughs> to the day of the show, which is February 22nd, 2017. This is what happened on February 22nd, 1980 in Lake Placid, New York. Thirty-seven years uh, ago, a bunch of unknown, non, yes. no superstars, no, no names, minor league players, college kids went up there and took down the Russians and took them down hard. That's right. There was no fix. There was no throwing the election. There was no throwing the Olympics. No, that was the semifinal game. People forget. That wasn't even for the gold medal. No. They had to go beat Sweden right after They that. had to go mm -hmm. beat the Swedes, who now have people beating them up, <laughs> apparently, from uh, other countries that they've allowed in. Are we at war with them yet or no? No, it's I think week. Ikea, though, is going <laughs> to be... They're going to build a wall at Ikea. They recalled meatballs already. Yeah. <laughs> Next time you try to build a mom piece of furniture... <laughs> a $7 coffee table. Exactly right. You got problems, huh? Now I realize where the names of all the furniture in Ikea come from. You know, there's a thing called mom. Miss, Miss Robin is here tonight, too. Yes. She's got her Our Swedish damn. expert. Yes, she's a she's an international expert. She's really? our international flavor. She's a Nordic expert here. Yes, she is. Scandahuvian. Scandahuvian. Jigga who? She's got her Amsterdam University on. <laughs> Sweatshirt on the night hoodie. 
I do. I is do. that a real school? Hell no. It's a no, fake okay. school. So it's like there, fake news. There's there, a fake, fake university. Yeah, fake there news, fake schools. There is the University of Amsterdam. However, right. this particular one was a Walmart <laughs> special that I that was just too good to pass up because anybody that knows Dutch, um, what it says uh, here. Hold on a second. I what should does it say underneath? So yeah. it's got Amsterdam and a big U in the le- in red letters. Right. Then underneath it has three words. It looks legit. So it does I look should, legit. Hold on a second. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna you close in on that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Didn't the three stooges say yeah, that yeah, all well, the time? Honeymooners. Okay. The honeymooners. Yes. That's right. So <laughs> I have it Chef here. Chef of the future. What does it say on there? I can't see. So it says rude. No, R-O-O-D. but it's actually in Dutch, which is so I know, so but it's unusual. spelled R O O D, which I would pronounce rude. Me too. Right. Yes. But it's so rude. Let's, let's let's hear how you would say this. Rude. Rude. Party. P a r t i i or i j party. It's a now try your left eye. It's i. It's an i y. <laughs> I mean i j. I j partish. But in partish, my yeah. girl wants to partish all the time. All the time. That's good, Eddie Murphy. And then now. light or licked or licked. 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 Licked her. So I didn't even <laughs> kiss her. <laughs> I'm sorry. So now, now, if you, you can see the lions, which are traditional Dutch, they're on the flag. Not the Detroit lions. Holding they, the beer. Lions holding, holding a beer stein. Beer yes. steins, which which is not the real thing. And underneath here, um, if you translate it directly, it means red light party. Ah, oh, there you go. Oh, so red. Get, no, so it's red party. So, light, but that's though. a mock shirt. No, that's it's not legitimate. Red light party. It looks totally no, legitimate. Red is light. Red light. I know, but you don't read it. No, but I'm saying if you read it that right, right you, so you or read how about red, red light special like TLC? Oh yeah, or yeah. the midnight don't special. Speak freaky meeky Dutch. <laughs> I just don't. So it's a fake university. Yes. Well, Robin's a real Dutchy. She's not a fake Dutch. She person. is. She is a real Dutch. She's real. Yes. She's Pennsylvania Dutch. Ha- no, she's no, not. No, she's they're, they're not actually she's from the homeland. Now, Robin, have you I been think- to Sweden? Uh, yes, I have. Actually, Tony, can you scooch your chair over just a this tiny way right bit that okay, way? Yeah. There's a lot of scooching going on tonight. There is a lot of scooch. Yes. I scooch our man. I scooch our man. Lee Steinberg's going to join us in a couple <laughs> just, of a, just a few minutes. <laughs> we have baseball updates tonight. Yes, we have every, all kinds of sports. We got NFL updates yes. tonight. We've got, we just gave you the miracle on ice. 30, where were you in 1980? I was eight years old. I, I was Louis, vaguely... How old were you in 1980? Zero. Was, yeah, zero. <laughs> Minus you know the, what? You were negative what? Uh, negative two. You were born in 82? I, no, 81. Well, what, 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 it was this time, so I was one. Wow. You were one? He was around. No, no, I wasn't born yet. But you I said was, you were one. No, no, I wasn't born. I was born. I was born in '81, not in '80. So okay. I wasn't born. So yet. you weren't born, Robin. Negative how old one. were you in 1980? Do you remember the miracle on ice? Um, let's see. I don't remember the mirror. I was in oh. Europe. The, 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 the Olympics are all over the world. I know, they beat but the I mean, Russians I who are not, by the way, regardless of what people what say, <laughs> they are our enemies. Yes, we took them down hard with we a did. bunch of college kids. Now, the now we're supposedly bodies back. Then. That was a big Cold War environment. It back was. Then. I mean, yes. imagine that. People but don't I realize know. that. I just don't. I don't remember. I mean, I was like ten. I was eight. Remember then the Flyers destroyed the Russians here. Yes. At the old Spectrum. That's when Ed Snyder, they were going to leave yeah, at halftime. The Russians got mad. They walked And Ed Snyder off the said, ice. you're not getting paid, That's sucker. Right. Yes. And they said, oh, okay, we'll get right back out there and take the beating, The sir. Flyers had a miracle on ice last week. They, s- they scored a goal. They did? Oh, yeah, I, I missed that. <laughs> Where was I? Exactly. Where was I when they scored the goal? kids at the same time, man. That was afterwards at Rexy's. But, uh, oh, yeah. man. Is that still there, Rexy's? It is, is actually. Manny from, yes. The Flyers don't go but there. But the Bobette Motel is not still there. The Flyers' across the street. grandkids go there yes, now. Exactly. Yes, uh, they the Bobette the... Motel is not there anymore, though. That was, that was another. A lot of slap shots in that place, too. Plus, we'll have an NBA trade deadline countdown clock going on. Yes. There was a deal today, wasn't yeah, there? Yeah, I have the big deal right now. Ah, Let's nice. go to our NBA Please. update desk. 
Before we go to Lee Steinberg, yes, big trade, though. This is bigger than people realize. The New Jersey or Brooklyn Nets, yes, Nets. have traded Peter Bogdanovich, mm-hmm. the great director of... Not Paul classic- Bogdanovich. No, the, Peter Bogdanovich, the great director of uh, classic <laughs> films like The Last Picture Show and Paper Moon. <laughs> exactly. They traded him to the Washington Wizards for Jack Nicholson. Wow. So this is a huge uh, trade. It's two actors. Uh, you trade Peter an actor and a director for Jack Nicholson <laughs> traded today in hey. the NBA. And later on, Luigi Curto will tell us all we need to know about Peter Bogdanovich of yes. the New Jersey Brooklyn Nets and Jack Nicholson of the Washington Wizards. <laughs> Part of a big trade today. As big we celebrity ready. trade. They're trying to upstage the Oscars, which I come can up tell. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah. More preachy celebrities. I can't wait. And there's another uh, guy whose uh, name is being not, not Jaleel Okafor. No, no. They no, still well, can't like, find anybody to take him no, off their hands here in no. Philly. The other big trade, uh, Nick Beverly. I didn't hear and that. Frankie Beverly. No, Frankie Beverly. And yeah, Mays. I know. Frankie and Mays. Beverly and Mays absolutely. may be traded, too. R&B legends right there. Yes. <laughs> Some guy named Beverly. Patrick Beverly, I think, is not. Before I let go. Yeah. I go. always use celebrities when I when uh, I absolutely. see like, ne- Beverly. What do you think of Frankie, Frankie Beverly? Frankie Beverly, Mace. absolutely. You're legends. an old school R and B absolutely kind of the guy, best. right? Isley Brothers, come on, come on, man, is right. Teddy Teddy P, exactly. So we'll have, Miss Robin will have a bit. This is big. We have big legal news on the show tonight. Oh, really? Too. We're getting sued. Miss? No, it's even better. <laughs> Miss Robin has won a class action lawsuit against wow. the dreaded enemy. Who? Verizon. Wow, I bet that. Miss Robin takes down Verizon, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be huge. So for all you people out there who think you can't take down the big corporations, the evil people out there who charge you overage fees, and now Verizon, of course, is unlimited, and and we're still getting... I just got a note yesterday. You have gone over your data limit. Yeah, of course. I get them all the time. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger, danger, danger. 75%, 80%, 90%. No, I'm, I'm already over. Yeah, I'm always over. February 22nd. And even though it's a shorter month, yeah, they still, they still I'm going to get banged and banged of hard. Of course. Well, it's your business, Tom. Come on. Well, I hope so. <laughs> so we, have a, we have a Lee Steinberg update? Yeah, he's, uh, he's not answering his line right now. I just talked to his secretary. Uh, so we're going to try him back in about 10 he minutes. He even teased right. on his Twitter feed that he was coming <laughs> Apparently on the show. Apparently, so he's, he's not, not, he's not answering his phone. Off. He's not answering his phone. But we'll get so. him on here. I don't answer mine either, so I can't believe I never answer my phone. Anybody <laughs> who's tried to call me knows that. I don't know why. Show me Robbie, right now. Robin's doing a little housekeeping here. That's all right. Hey. Lee's going to join us in a moment. And yeah, Miss Robin, this is a big story. It is. It How is. many people can so say excited. they've won a class action lawsuit against a big corporation? Should we go to it right now or no? I think we may while we're waiting for this. Let's this take is up big the news. 10 minutes. In fact, you need the evidence, Robin, because we don't just, this isn't fake news. This isn't CNN. Right. This isn't MSNBC. This, this is, is not a, fake news. We have documentation to prove. Right. This is huge. This is huge. Did you get a check yet? Or yes. Oh, yes, nice. you got a That's check. That's the proof. Wow. When you win a lawsuit, you know, as the lawyers say, we don't, put, we don't get paid unless, you get, unless you're a right. divorce lawyer. Uh, exactly. Where you don't oh, get paid that. until you keep running the tab. You're correct. And I ran, lawyers, I ran that tab. Divorce lawyers have one job. Yes. They're, they're, ca- they're, they're cab drivers with a college degree. Uh, correct. And not Uber. That's what they are. Yeah, you got that right. That's what, that's what the difference is between a divorce lawyer and a taxi driver or an Uber driver. Yes. You don't need a college degree to be Correct. an Uber driver or a taxi driver or a Lyft driver. Correct. Although if you're De Niro and you're a taxi driver, well, yeah. you don't need nothing, homeboy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's right. Why haven't they redone Taxi Driver yet? I know. They've 40th redone anniversary. every movie. 40-year anniversary this year. They've redone every movie they except Taxi They just re-released it, but they didn't reboot it. Yeah, I know. 
There'll be some lame remake coming up. Uh, probably There'll be, be some musical. wimpy white guy. Yeah, exactly. Who's playing the part. And he becomes the guy who's the guy in the back's the yes. nut guy, and the cab driver tries to calm him down. Yes, but he'll partner with Kevin Hart. Three men in a bar with a pencil, Tony. <laughs> 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 <With> a pencil. <laughs> Luigi remembers the way, all the lines to John Wick. I, I don't know how uh, he does it. He remembers the movies lines to every movie. There's something wrong Mostly with mob it. movies. Well, John Wick was not a mob movie. No, but it should. I didn't be. say it. By the way, we, we talked about uh, great movies, so I we're going to get Batman right Lego yeah. movies. Should I do this real quick, or should we save it now? No, we got to hold that. That's too big okay. of a story. We it's don't want to give that short shift. When you can take down Verizon Wireless, yes, that's a big deal. Even the guy who used to say, "Can you hear me now?" who went to Sprint, he got sued too. Even he would be yes. shocked yes. at this breaking development. <laughs> But anyway, we're going to get Lee Steinberg on because we got NFL draft coming up soon. Not Lee Strasberg. No, not Lee no, Strasberg. Great no. acting. Uh, we'll have an M- we have a baseball update, too. Ah, what happened not there? spring training games, which are oh, starting okay. this week. But the commissioner and the players you Oh, the stupid head- rules that we're going yeah, on? Yeah, they're headbutting right yes. now. And even though they have a labor agreement through 2021, mm-hmm. the commissioner may go President Trump and yes. go executive, executive oh, privilege and may say, sign some executive he's orders. He's going to go nuclear. Yes, he is. Uh, all right. Well, uh, Trump may go nuclear, but uh, yeah, we don't well, know that, that too. Yet. Yeah, what time is it? <laughs> but meanwhile, we'll have that, and Lee Steinberg will join us from the Lee Steinberg uh, organization, as we yes. like to say. Yes. One of the great parties. i got to say this about Lee, and I'll say this when he gets on, about his Super Bowl parties. And I don't just kiss up to him because it's Super Bowl parties. I've known Lee forever, so it's not like, hey, Lee, invite me to your party. We're always invited. Correct. Right. Yeah, actually, he, he not only invited you, but then he, like, triple-checked to make sure that you were coming. I know. You know what? Out of all the parties that I went to, I have to say I was the most impressed, not only because he puts on the best party, but he had somebody waiting. You know how, like, when you arrive at these big parties, there's these long, long lines, and then there's a long line for the red carpet? He had somebody waiting up front that recognized that would recognize you. I don't know if he knew who you were or if he had a photograph or whatever. But then he, um, as soon as he saw you, he said, "Mr. Bruno, um, I please right this way." And then he had us cut in front of. I know. Everybody. I felt bad because all these other people are in line. Oh, hey, yeah, that's and right. I, I'm like, you've earned I, it though. Tom. I don't want to cut the line. You've but, you've earned it though. But they, I'm not that kind of guy. But it I know. was like it, he wasn't just like he didn't make us feel like VIPs. Right. He but made still, us feel like VVIP. Oh, and the best right. part, so we walk on the red carpet in the Lee Steinberg's party, and Jesse Waters is there. All the media's no, there. No, I saw that picture. So I was see, great. Jesse Waters. So you know what I said to Jesse? Because he's that? a Philly guy. Yeah, you know yeah, that? absolutely. Yeah. I walked up to him. I said, Great hey, shot. Jesse, Tony Bruno, and you're in my world. Right. And I did the hand <laughs> gesture. Jesse Waters, you're at, this is, I'm Tony Bruno, and you're in my world. So anyway, that was part of the uh, entrance into the yes. Lee Steinberg Super Bowl We were just at St. Joe's last week, actually. Exactly. Yes. And joining us right now is the man who hosts the 30th annual party, and he's getting ready for the NFL draft not too far away. The Combine's coming up. And Lee Steinberg is a super agent. He's got seven clients, three quarterbacks uh, eligible this year. We've met a bunch of the guys out in Houston, and he joins us right now. And, Lee, great to talk to you again. Thanks again, and a great party. I think this may have been your best party. It was absolutely – even though I paid $40 to valet, it was well worth it. (laughs) (laughs) I've got seven clients and a partridge in a pear tree. Um, Anyway, good afternoon. Well, it's afternoon in California. It's 7.20 here at night and on the East Coast, Lee. 
Well, you know, that's your problem. Right, you're um, right about that. It's gorgeous here. <laughs> yeah, it's not rain. Is it still rain on, on Ocala, especially Northern California and even no, L.A.? No, it finally stopped. It's gorgeous. There's sailboats. I'm looking out my window. There's sailboats. There are crews rowing. Oh. Uh, L.A. was oh, starting to morph into Seattle. Uh, but, you know, we've had a respite. Lee Steimer. Now, Lee, first of all, again, like we were just talking about the party and what a great event it was. And I saw Vince Young there and, of course, uh, Earl Campbell. All the great local Houston legends were there. When I saw Vince Young there, I know he's from Houston. And then the speculation started, you know, what's Vince Young doing there? And I explained last week he was there because he's from Houston. Obviously, people know him. He was there to honor Earl Campbell at your party. You brought in so many great people. And it was a great tribute to Earl, one of the all-time great players. And Warren Moon was there and all the other uh, people from that area who know you and who you either were, you know, you represented them or even people you didn't represent. And then we find out last week that you signed Vince Young and, and people were going crazy on the show last week. Who's going to uh, pick, take Vince Young in the NFL and nobody's going to take him? People were just assuming that it was the NFL. <laughs> Did you know then that, that the CFL was interested when, when you took on Vince Young as a client getting back after not playing uh, actual competitive games since he was with the Eagles in 2011? Yes. And uh, you have to be upfront with someone who's 33 about um, what the probabilities or possibilities are for them to play again. So with Vince, the first step is to put him through combine training, just like he was, you know, Patrick Mahomes or another rookie, and uh, get him in uh, perfect shape, and then put a quarterback expert with him to work on his throwing and uh, get, get him ready for the adjustment because while he's in good shape, that's different than uh, football shape. And then you plot what the highest probability way is to uh, re-engage him in football. Um, I was sitting next to him at a panel at the University of Texas last year that was on athletes and uh, the Internet. And here's this loquacious guy speaking uh, eloquently and I'm thinking in my mind is this the Vince Young that you know had some problems in football and he started out great he made a couple Pro Bowls but is this the same guy and I realized that the maturation process had taken place and he was surrounded by uh, great people great alums other people a very bright wife and um, this Vince Young I think would still be playing in the NFL but so now the he, he's going to sign, or did he already sign? Because I read a couple days afterwards that it was no, it no, no. We we just opened up discussions with him. I'm just trying to explore what potentially is out there for him. And 33 is not 21, but um, quarterbacks do not lose their arm. I've seen Warren Moon throw at 60, and he can still zip the ball. If they don't get hurt in their legs, um, they still can play a long, long time. I'm not comparing him to Tom Brady, but you know Tom Brady's in his uh, late 30s, and the year before the winning quarterback was Peyton Manning, who was in his late 30s. So he could still have some productive football in him. So you're exploring the options, and I guess is the Canadian Football League more likely, I mean, we know there's a lot of teams who need quarterbacks in the NFL. Is there a possibility that an NFL team would take a chance on him? It's possible. Um, you'd have to be very careful. Um, 
14 teams, actually a couple of years ago, it was 15 teams only kept two quarterbacks. That's not a situation uh, that you're looking for. Um, but, you know, just have experience in the NFL. And so it would just be a matter of fitting into the right spot. He is at the point in his life where he just wants to play more football and he doesn't have uh, illusions, you know, of uh, grandeur, um, delusions of grandeur. He doesn't, uh, he understands his situation. So if, if for him to come out and be productive um, somewhere in football, and then you just see what happens. In other words, how quickly he comes back to form and the rest of it. Now, Canadian football is different. They've got only three downs. They've got a longer field and they've got a wider field, but it's still football. And you look at Doug Flutie and Jeff Garcia and Warren Moon and Joe Theismann all came back and, and were effective in playing in the NFL. We're talking with Lee Steinberg, super agent, and we talked about we get to meet your clients every year, which is great, and Patrick Mahomes is a terrific kid, and he's one of your three quarterback clients, and you got, uh, I mentioned the quarterbacks earlier, you know, you got three guys who could be in the NFL, certainly Mahomes is going to be drafted, uh, you know, depending on which mock you read, which uh, publication you read, some people saying first round, some people saying second round, but you got Cooper Rush from Central Michigan, who a lot of people Say see him as a possible sleeper, and then uh, da- and then Dane. I almost said da- Dale Evans, Dane Evans, the kid out of Tulsa, who's not big, but he's a Is Roy Rogers around. Roy Rogers and Dane and Dane Evans from Tulsa, and he's not a big kid, but he loves uh, Drew Brees. So you, you know he he wants to be a Drew Brees clone. All of your three quarterbacks, all do you think all three of these guys will be somewhere in the NFL next year, or at least drafted? I do. Let's start with Patrick. Um, if, you know, forget the draft prognostications because they're just um, writers or other people. Tony Bruno can have a first round, and uh, it's entertaining. But the draft actually occurs with individual teams who have honed in and fallen in love with an individual player. So the right way to look at it is if we find two or three teams that go uh, get very excited about Patrick Mahomes, I believe we will. Uh, I said it here on Tony Bruno first. I think you're going to see him, you know, no later than the middle of the first round. And uh, I've represented a couple of quarterbacks, uh, you know, in my day. He's got a gun for an arm, strongest arm in the draft. He is very mobile, can run like a running back, um, very bright. The, the child of uh, a Major League Baseball pitcher for 12 years and his godfather, who's very close to Latroy Hawkins, uh, pitched for 20 years in baseball. So he's got that background and experience, very coachable, and I think uh, a team's just going to fall in love with him. I you know, I can read those same things and see that they preordained uh, Trubisky and Watson and Kaiser. Uh, but watch what happens. Yeah, and we met uh, pa- Patrick was on our show out there in Houston, and he was a great kid. His mom was sitting there. She was pr- Robin gave his mom one of our uh, watches, one of our Joy Joy watches, and she loved it. And we talked about his dad. We asked him about his dad and Pat Mahomes. You mentioned had a a good career in the major leagues. And, and I said, you know, your dad was a pitcher in major league baseball. Why did you decide to go football? And he just said, that's what I wanted to do. And, and Pat Mahomes' dad never really tried to force him into baseball, even though he has a great arm. He said, I wanted to play football. 
Well, Tony, he was offered $1.6 million coming out of high school to sign in uh, Major League Baseball. Can you imagine how many people turned down a million six hundred thousand dollars in in their hand but he it shows you his determination in terms of wanting to play um, uh, football and and how intensely he enjoys the position so he's got all the fire in his belly and he's going to be just great cooper rush is like having another uh coach on a team. He is so far ahead in terms of uh, terminology. He is so smart in respect to, you know, spotting receivers, understanding the flow of the game, that he could step right in somewhere and manage a game really adequately. He's got a a good arm. He's um, tall uh, and, and strong. He's more a drop back quarterback, uh, but someone's going to pick him in the draft, and, and he'll play a long time. Dane Evans is one of those prototypical undersized quarterbacks who's not 6'4", uh, but highly prolific and productive. And um, we had a quarterback, Taylor Heineke, uh, several years ago, who's now in his uh, third year with the Minnesota Vikings, who's about his same height. So, um, you know, I think he's got a, a, a viable shot and, uh, again, a very bright, very heady. Um, and uh, it's Texas has a way of producing these quarterbacks. And, uh, you know, it used to be all Southern California, and it will be next year with Sam Darnold and Josh Rosen. But uh, for right now, it's a heavily Texas draft. Lee Steimer, one thing I always, I've always been intrigued about as an agent, because, you know, everybody in, in entertainment for the most part has an agent and you go to them and you say, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm going to, how much do your clients, especially the quarterbacks come up and say, uh, call you all the time and say, what are you hearing now? I mean, do the players hear it before you do as far as interest? How does that work with a client, a quarterback uh, situation when show me the money? Yeah. When they say, show me the money and you say, well, <laughs> so who makes the contact with the uh, team? That's the first time I've heard that today. Uh, <laughs> Is it really? Um, I never said that to you. Of all the times I've had you on, that's Luigi, one of our great producers and uh, co-hosts on the show. You know, he was. Uh, you got to meet Luigi, I think. And uh, no, you no, you didn't meet Luigi. He didn't come yeah. to Houston. We we, we kept him oh, home. I didn't. Well, well, we kept him home well, because we don't like to take. He already went to Houston for the Final Four last year. I see. So you kept him chained in the a basement. In the basement in South Philadelphia. Yes. We left oh him a God, lot of wine, gotta, though. Good. Uh, we got left him with we, some good. We, uh, Northern California wine, some good varietals, some good Sinfandels and uh, and cabs. Oh, good. So you kept him, you know, he was mellow. Um, <laughs> it's, um, it, here's the thing you tell players and especially the thing you tell their families. Um, do not pay attention to the draft prognosticators unless you want to be entertained. Um, do not pay attention to writers because no team that is competitive is going to broadcast their true draft intentions uh, publicly. And uh, draft prognosticators don't have teams. So don't get disturbed about it. I mean, there's a whole generation of families that grew up with grudges against Mel Kuyper, you know, and would sit there in the front room when he'd be talking and, you know, throwing things at the TV set, unless he had great reviews. So the point is the draft's not till April 21st. Teams do tell us, and we can tell with more and more certainty where a player's going. Um, 
You have the combine coming up in a couple weeks. Um, after that, there'll be more feedback. Then there'll be pro scouting day for the quarterbacks, which is the throwing session where they throw for 40 minutes and uh, make all the great throws. Then following that, you'll get teams that will encamp and want to visit with the player one-on-one. So the point is, no, the players at this point are ensconced in training. And so you're trying to keep them in process. In other words, way too early to worry about, you know, whether you're getting picked by this team or this team or where you're getting picked. Stay in process. You know, work on your throwing. If, if you're a position player, work on your 40. Work on your vertical leap. You know, work on your communication skills when you meet with uh, teams at the combine and uh, so uh, we're really not at that point yet so basically to paraphrase president trump it's fake news media you don't trust the media they're the enemy of the nfl draft basically when you come to draft prognosticators and draft boards and mock drafts no because (laughs) if it were not for the press we would not have any fans no one would know anything about football so uh, you know enjoy the press uh just don't put life and death certainty on their prognostications. No, I hear. I'm just joking. I just had to play up the whole uh, the media. Hey. You know, they don't know what's going. No, on. yeah, Andrew, hey, Tony, I know who's president. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope so, Lee. I wouldn't. No, I know you do. <laughs> well, Lee, always great to talk to you. Thanks so much. And again, great party. Phenomenal. It really was. Even Robin was like, Robin, we even got all dressed. That was the first time I wore a suit and tie all week. Your party was the only party that I got dressed up. Really, I mean, tie, suit, the whole bit. Well, you know, you looked marvelous. <laughs> but the thing about it is that it's a daytime party, so you can sort of come as you are. I mean, the thing I'm happiest about every year is that we highlighted um, about five different uh, important causes off the field and raised money for them. So while we're uh, engaged in festivities, we're not losing sight of what's happening in the real world. And um, please do not let me go after all these years without one rim shot. Oh, okay. I should have given you one earlier. Lee's the only guest I've ever had who requested rim shots whenever he came on the show. And he still, to this Thank day, you. remembers. I, I so, forget. I forget they've rim shot when you're wrong because I don't really hit it that much anymore. I hear you. That's I you hear know, you. <laughs> you got to get yourself better guess. I hear you. <laughs> oh, well, Lee, it's always great to talk to you. Thanks so much for making some time and coming on with us tonight. My pleasure. There he is, the great Lee Steinman. Let's give him a roaring round. One of the most properly timed I hear is in the history of I. Absolutely. <laughs> no, I love Lee. He's, he's so awesome. You know what and I mean? And he does a lot of great, you know, his party's not just a party come out. I mean, they have, they, they have a big presentation. They, they give money to charity. Nice. So it's not just like glad-handing athletes, right. back-slapping, let's drink. They know your stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, and everybody is there. Mm-hmm. And if they're not there, they want to be there. Right. And they're trying to the figure out to how pay. to get in. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I definitely want to send Lee, because... He had like these auction, the private auction, and he also was giving some of his players these really cool pieces of art that he had commissioned. Yes. Do you know? 
I was thinking, I mean, they were awesome. The Whoever the artist was was fantastic, but he likes to change it up all the time. And we have a fantastic artist. The Philly Word Art guy, I saw, right? Philly I saw Word that. Art. I retweeted it. Don't you think he would be amazing Danny, to put right? it? What's Dan's last name? Uh, uh, he did a Brian Dawkins piece? He did the Brian yes. Dawkins. He's got one. We have a Palestra one that I actually bought oh, nice. from him. Really? Because I saw Robin and I were in Center City on Christmas Eve running over to get some stuff at Victoria's Secret right. for my sister's gift cards. Right. And they Word had a booth up. set up in that Christmas village around, yeah, City, around Hall. City Hall. And we got out of it. We took the subway down Broad Street. You know, mm. It was easy. Jump on public transportation. Boom, you're there. Right. And this gentleman actually did a, a, a word art. What he does is he takes words and sayings mm -hmm. and he creates Somehow art. makes the art. I know. It's, it's unbelievable. Unbel what a unique... that, that Dawkins one was uh, unreal. unreal. It is unreal. I mean, I, what, I saw it. I, unbelievable. The research that he must do, yeah. because it's not just the sayings. It's also yeah. stats of the game. Is that the first time you saw him? No, no, no. We, no, 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 no. we met him years ago. Okay. And, um, uh, interestingly enough... Mm -hmm. Uh, he came and did a portrait of Tony and, and Josh Innes when we worked Innes together. And he was like my started. sayings in it. Right, okay. And all the things that I say. And so and made it into a picture. He uses <gasps> those words and, and sentences and puts them in and it's in just art form. Phenomenal. Yeah, it's like, unbelievable. Like you cannot, look, I got to get the Palestra one, though, because there's a lot of college that. basketball fans. Sure. And he did one with the Palestra mm -hmm. where he used every single score wow. of the games. Unbelievable. And we have, we have the, the young the, guy or. Yeah, he's not yeah. an old guy. That's he's great, he's amazing. His name is uh, Dan Duffy, Who Daniel Duffy, and if you if you're interested, <laughs> that yeah. is that is fantastic. That's you, that. you go to his website and wow, look, look at, at the stuff. Wow, uh, that's so awesome. The email, well, uh, wow. the website is Philly. Uh, his email, uh, his Twitter is at Philly Word Art. Mm -hmm. But if you go to his website, it's phillywordart.com, and you can see it's not just Philly centric stuff. He right. does everything. Right. Obviously, he lives here in the Philadelphia area. Right. So the Palestra one that he did is absolutely... And if you've ever been to the Palestra, and anybody who's a college basketball fan knows, right. it is one of the great meccas to write a passage. of college basketball. It is one of the old school... You know, you talk yep. about Hoosiers and the great gyms and Assembly Hall and yep. you know the, the great basketball barns in this country. The Palestra is one of those here, the University of Pennsylvania's absolutely. home court. It is an amazing place. And he did a Palestra word art this holiday season... It was so good. I said, I want that one. small, man. It's incredible. I, mean, I said, I want one. I bought one right then and there. And he said, I'll ship it to you because I don't want to be carrying it around in stores. Sure. Right, so right, he shipped right. it to the home. So go check out his website, phillywordart.com. He's not a sponsor. You know, he's just such an amazingly talented guy. Robin. And he yes. does something so uniquely different. Is, you know, because there's so many great artists in the world. Are those numbers written in the American flag, too? Yeah, everything that on there. Everything that you see. The spectator. Yeah, everything. small. I don't know how he does it. I don't know it. how he does it. But seriously, everything that you see is a word, even though it looks like it's a photograph. It looks like Here, people. You. If you go look at the people in the crowd and you look at the... the I've seen it. I just never saw it this... Like, I never took that much... It's an well, amazing, I mean, that's amazing a, That's a reprint. Um, so I don't know how large the canvas was that he was originally working on. But um, it is... I'm always... I got my nephew, Michael Richmond, one. For Christmas last year, it's the Brian Dawkins one that he that, did. That was awesome. And then my nephew tweets it out, the picture of it the other day. Super cool. And people on Twitter were going crazy. Where did yeah. you get that? So a lot of people are interested in art. You know, you have a, I hate to use the term, man cave, or you collect uh, great sports memorabilia. And he doesn't just do sports. He does a lot of great stuff. Well, you know, not only that, but he'll, like, commission. Like, if you have a photograph that you want to have it be done in word art... I don't know how much it costs, so don't ask me. But um, he, you, you give him that. You give him descriptions of things that you want to have on there. And like mine and has, it's an outrage right. and beautiful and all those right. other things incorporated into the picture. And it's just an amazing talent. And yeah. I, we love looking at unique. 
individual. And Luigi knows unique talent. I don't uh, mean his private life. I mean his <laughs> job. I mean, he's a, but my point what is. Up? <laughs> <laughs> and Joe's a good scout of talent, yes, too. Yes, I try. He usually works Twitter. And then yes. uh, uh, is Tinder still a thing, by the way? Is is it, I've never going? been on it. I've never been on it. I, I, I live vicariously. Like I haven't been on it. Robin set up. We have breaking news. We have breaking uh, news. The yeah. NBA trades. We uh, have an. M- did, uh, I mentioned earlier. Okafor. Nope. Okafor is still here. <laughs> is it Frankie Beverly and Mays? Was he traded? <laughs> no, no, it was not. Ilya Sova from no! your Philadelphia 76 has been traded to the Atlanta Hawks. For who? For, for Tiago Splitter. Splitter? My favorite splitter and your favorite splitter. <laughs> Absolutely. And, splitter. Two, and, and of course, to keep it hinky, two number two draft picks. Ah, <laughs> nice. Wow. You know, I was on in San Francisco on, on the weekly hit that I do out there on yes. uh, 95.7 The Game, and uh, Rick Tittle and, and, uh, and Daryl the Guru were on. They were asking me about Ilyasova. Right. Because people were wondering whether the Sixers would trade him or keep Great him player. around. He is a great player. He's one of those guys, unsung he heroes, no. goes out there. Great he and TJ McConnell, mm-hmm. two of those unsung heroes that go out there and play their butts off every night. Legitimate NBA professional player. Legit, legitimate pro. The guy can he do is. everything for you. He's yeah. a legitimate pro. Scrapper. No, he's, scrapper. Not a, no, he's not a scrapper. He's a good rebounder. He's a yeah. solid shooter. Yeah. Get up and down the floor. Now, who did they get? They got uh, Tiago Splitter. Tiago Splitter, who's Splitter. been from San Antonio and then bounced mm-hmm. over to Atlanta. So this is a co- expiring contract kind of Correct. deal, right? And who else? A second, two second two round number picks? two picks. So the Sixers what, now dating? have I, the Sixers. <laughs> the Sixers now have, I believe, every pick in the second round. Exactly. In the upcoming draft. They've got it covered. So if they're if anybody's getting picked, they got the best chance. Of I getting think any we're going to the next level, Luigi. By the way, I think so yeah, too. I think so. <laughs> That's not my knee, by the way. By the way, so <laughs> just, what I'm talking about. Just, just what the hell's going on around here, <laughs> Robin? You're a real matchmaker. I know. I, know, I, know. Um, I was feeling something over here too. Real. <laughs> so at the be- so we have three cameras. Yes. Technically four if I count my webcam, but I can't turn that around. So at the beginning, so that both Luigi and Joe can be on camera, I told yes. them they have to sit really close to each other. <laughs> I, they did it nicely. They were nicely in shot. And from that point on, they've off. been drifting farther and farther <laughs> apart. You know so, how guys are, uh, Robin, you know? It's like well, the bathroom. Those are Italian guys. Luigi's, really. Luigi's worse than you. You're it's kind like- of in... <laughs> But you know, what do I do? You need to be as close There's to... There's nothing wrong Robin, with incidental male up, contact call- every once in a while. <laughs> but just remember... There's nothing wrong with uh, maybe like rubbing really? against his arm a little arm short a little fighting bit. in the second <laughs> hour. Right it's like a little- urine. You, know, you don't use the urinal right next to the guy if it's empty. Exactly. There's a buffer zone. Uh, exactly. We got plenty of buffers, Senator. Exactly. <laughs> plenty of buffers. <laughs> What up? That's a Godfather reference. That's why I lo- it lost me. Exactly. Because I don't. Uh, you Our followers got so it. Why, so while we're about forty-two minutes in, so it's seven one seven three six three Tony for anyone who wants oh, to call yeah, the program. Oh yeah, let's give out the number. That's <laughs> yes. good it's National Margarita Day today. Too. Oh, Damn, really? More excuse to drink. Go ahead. Exactly. I took part earlier this afternoon. <laughs> nice. I'm not a big margarita guy. Oh, I'm a huge margarita. I'm not even guy. a big tequila guy. But we speaking of tequila, and by the way, we have open lines if you want to jump on in here right now. We had great breaking news earlier today. You talk about things breaking all over us. Our good friend Brian Harmon out there at uh, Cafe Laredo out in the King of Prussia Mall. Yes, I heard this. Chain. We have followed him from the time that he was the chef at, um, oh, what's the brewery called? It's there. Uh, the uh, one up in the mall, too. Uh, in King of Prussia. It's the brewery that's down below. I'm not sure. Oh, why can't uh, I think The only place I know King of Prussia well, is Cantina Laredo. That's the only place I care about. It's a great beer place. Yeah, it's a great beer place. There's a bunch of them. It's a chain as well. And and I don't remember, was he the head chef or the sous chef or whatever, but now he's like, he became the head chef at uh, Cantina Laredo, and now he's the GM. And we love him, and, and he been, loves us. And he hosts all of these great tequila 
uh, dinners at right. Cafe Laredo. Robin and I have been to like four of them. Luigi Tom, I haven't been to any yet. How many, Robin? At least four, right? Yes. And every time he has one, he uses a different tequila company. They're all top-notch. Avion, which is coming back. The last time we were there was Avion. He's done Patron. Right. He's done Milagro. Nice. You know, all the really top-shelf stuff. Honestly, I did not know I enjoyed tequila as much as I do now. Right. I had no idea. Because prior to doing these uh, tequila dinners where mm-hmm. you learn it's not just about the pairings you also learn history and how it's made and why tequila tastes a certain way right. and why this one tastes differently I now totally appreciate tequila there are actually really 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 good tequilas that yeah. I like I have a Milagro from the last dinner we got wow tequila. look at that yeah. I used the bottle's to... beautiful look at that they turn it around the other way Tony yeah there you, you go there's like beautiful. a crown oh, look at inside that. there Beautiful. And this is Añejo, and this is like select barrel stuff. That's the agave plant. that's the kind plant. of stuff they'll be pouring at these. And it, 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 it's amazing because the prices, just it's for the tequila alone, mm-hmm. if you were to go into a really good bar and order, and now Avion, Avion has unbelievable which tequila. Is what we're gonna be, which is what they're going to exactly. be serving. Mm-hmm. And so you'll get, there'll be like five courses, and they keep bringing you out different uh, tequila drinks, mixed drinks. Uh, they start off with a cocktail when you get in. It's an unbelievable. And they're doing another one, and we're going to be there next Thursday night. Correct. Which is wow, March wow, 2nd, right? Wow. Nice. Joe, you coming out, man? Yeah, I think I can. Yeah, Luigi just come wow, 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 wow. <laughs> and uh, it's going to be unbelievable. It's going to be huge. What time is it? It's going to be us. Try to leave four hours early. 7, Seven o'clock. o'clock. All right. It's uh, the Avion Tequila Dinner it. next March 2nd. You yes. can make reservations now. Nice. You can, I'm uh, looking for the price here. $59.99 per person. Ah, Dude, that's incredible. $59.99 wow. per person. And then Dude. you can download and use the Lyft app for $10 off your dinner, as well as $50 in Lyft credit. So if you don't want to drive and, you know, go out and have a couple of tequilas and worry about driving home, right? great deal. And here it is. It's Avion Silver, Avion Reposado, Añejo, and Extra Añejo. Ooh. I always like a little extra. Reserve of 44. Yeah. So awesome. there's one, two, three, four tequila. One floor. Four, one tequila, two one tequila, two tequila, three tequila, three tequila four. Four. <laughs> a four-course dinner yes. paired with four exclusive cocktails before just for that, for each individual entree they bring out or each individual uh, thing they bring out. Yes. In addition to tequila tastings and education you get from Avion. Fifty nine ninety nine per person. Can't beat Just it. Just the tequila and the food, by the way, is, uh, is unbelievable. Yeah, because you went last year, right? It, we, yeah, we've gone, we gone a couple, we a couple took times. Luigi last year. You're coming out next yes. week, next Wednesday night on the podcast. Next week, the night before this event, yes. we're going to give away two tickets to join us the at paradise? our table. Oh, okay. Not two. It don't mean uh, two tickets to paradise. Uh, pretty much. If you want to go, it's next Tuesday, next Thursday night, March second, and they've always got great stuff going on. They've got the. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's King of Prussia Restaurant Week. Is it uh, really? Yeah, it's March 2nd. They got, and, it's, and the benefits are going to be chopped. This is totally different from the tequila dinner. Mm-hmm. But Brian told us that they, uh, they're running lunch specials and a special menu from March 6th to March 12th. So that's after the tequila dinner. Okay. So from March 6th to March 12th, it's King of Prussia Restaurant Week, and the proceeds will benefit Chop Children's Hospital my in favorite, Philadelphia. My favorite. Uh, one of the great, great Absolutely. places in the world. $15 for lunch. Choice of soup and entree, thirty dollar dinner, three courses during Restaurant Week at at uh, Cantina Laredo, and they got a great happy hour. With the prices are out of this world. Sunday they have two dollar Bloody Marys. Oh. We want to get a Bloody you, Mary for wow. two dollars. 
Okay, wait. <laughs> so it's fifty nine dollars. Where do they have to go? Fifty nine ninety nine. They... So sixty bucks. Soup to nuts. Plus tequila, can't beat it. Like five different tequilas, you'll be drinking. Dude, where are you gonna go out? Where are you gonna go out on a, on a at any night? Spend hundred twenty bucks for two people with drinks, exactly. dinner the whole nine. Yeah. You can't. You can't. And then you get that. to hang out with us. A Plus, company, you get to hang out with yeah, us. A company like us. Exactly. Hey, yo, and I'm rolling solo. Oh, well, you're you're rolling not, solo. Not, we don't know that yet. Oh, yeah. I'm rolling solo. Why your hands coming away? Well, yeah, my. Oh. Ooh, ooh, ooh! You know what we should my do? World. We what? should do. Because because you are allowed to bring somebody, we should do like a, a matchmaking. Ah, oh, there you go. The uh, Luigi the, matchmaking. Where's the match game uh, theme music? Can yeah, we do I that? I don't have the match game. Can we do? So not only. I want to do that. So not only. Why do you want to ride solo? You think maybe you'll get lucky and find no, somebody I'm there? No, no, I'm riding no, 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 dirty. Seriously, we have. I so mean, the lift driver. I get, we, I get an Uber Cat. <laughs> <laughs> Uber Cat. We're giving away two Uber tickets. Pinto. Pay attention, people. Go ahead. Focus. We're giving away two tickets. Yes. Let's give away a third ticket, but it but has it's to a be a female. It has to be a female, and we're preferably. gonna set up Luigi with yeah, preferably. I mean, that's, nice. Now Joe's gonna be there too, right? That's right. Yeah, but Luigi's younger than me. He needs no. Her. But you're gonna be bringing someone, be, right? I don't know. Maybe got, we should set both of week. you guys up. Wow, both <gasps> of us. I don't know if that'll work out. Okay, let's see. You need some big shot like Frankie Valley or something? <laughs> let's see what everybody you know what thinks do? about that. By the way, if you want a reservation, so you got to yeah. reserve yes. your seat. Whoever's on Medicare, I mean, you may be lucky enough to win next week on this show. But if you want to go and lock in a, a spot at the table right now, yes, here's what you do. You can go to Open Table. Have you gone to Open Table to make a reservation? Have you gone to the Open Table? Uh, I have used it. I've used it a couple you times. You go to Open Table and then at uh, www.opentable.com slash cantina dash Laredo dash king dash of dash Prussia. Or just call the restaurant. <laughs> you leave a dash out? Oh, no dashes left out. Oh my God. It's like a Just call email. the restaurant. Yeah, what's okay, the yeah, number? Just call the restaurant. 610-992-5701. <laughs> 610-992-5701. Tell them you want to be at the tequila dinner, the Avion tequila dinner next Thursday night, March 2nd. 60 bucks per person. And then you can download and use the Lyft app and get $10 off your dinner. So that's Forty nine ninety nine. Yeah. If you haven't used the Lyft app, right. you download it. Ten dollars off there, and fifty dollars in Lyft credit. Can't beat it. Credit, credit. Like, as I like credit. to say, credit. credit. Yes. Okay, so we we have a lot credit. of comments about the uh, giving away the the dates. <laughs> We did this before. We've given away a great uh, as, as, at our yes. as my father, well, the great Carmine Curto says, "Duzi malad." <laughs> me or you? So, Us. Paul. What do you mean? Wait, he said two. That means you. I know. <laughs> Paul Lee. Yes. Goes. Uh, Lol. Luigi's facial expression was classic when y'all <laughs> mentioned Matchmaker. Like what the heck? Match.com. Have you tried it? Me and Luigi are getting together tonight anyway, so exactly. <laughs> you know it's all going to be leftovers after this. Exactly. We got any closer? Now, Brian, Brian Harmon, really? Brian Harmon is actually listening is tonight. Brian listening? Yes, he's listening. He goes any closer together, and Joe's going to like those aren't pillows. Really? Exactly. <laughs> too complicated. What happened to the wide angle camera? I know. I might go upstairs Jeez. and pee on a stick after this. This is it. <laughs> this is it. See, so the wide angle's over there, so it gets the entire group. Right. Uh-huh. And then I have a two shot. Um, on them, but you now know, if we were doing nudes, you need the wide angle lens. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that goes without saying. <laughs> but you know, this is a little different. I we're short fighting over here. I do have I do have a close up camera. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but Tony Tony's taking that one up right now. Oh, uh, come on, Tony. Why? <laughs> no, I think this is a brilliant idea. I yes. think that, I think that we should do matchmaking. You think we should do matchmaking for the boys? Well, could it be one day for the two of us? You no, want, no, no. Girls you really want to share? <laughs> Two chicks at the same time, man. 
The last time we were oh. on, Luigi and Tony were all about the mother-daughter thing. Yes, um, of course. So now what, have a what up, Red Tom? That's a good idea. <laughs> no. That's a good no. idea. Let's, no, no, let's get on. a mom and daughter <laughs> yeah, show up, Tony. Let's My luck, the mother will be in a wheelchair, and I'll get the mother. <laughs> <laughs> come on. All right, so. Although I'll get, it, I'll get good access in all the restaurants. <laughs> so you date Professor X, and I'll take whatever comes with it. <laughs> <laughs> come on, man. I'm older than you. Although we'll use the handicap ramps, we'll get good parking. Hey, it's not a bad You're gonna idea. have to drive around the block a few times. You know, get you an early start down the hill. You know yeah, exactly. That's wow. Right. I'm gonna work on this. All right. I'm, I'm working on it. All right. Don't Just bring your and, girls. And I, bring your life alert when okay, you come that night. Bring but, your life alert. But I get to decide. I get to. I get to do. And I. Oh. I, I won't do you wrong. I All will. Right. You know. I. I you know make, our types. I make a fantastic wing wingman. Don't yes. I, Tony? Yes. Wing, Especially wing for man. me. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's interesting how that works. <laughs> All right. Uh, so why don't we go to the phones? Right, we, we, go we go to the, the phones. Why don't we go to the phones? Got, I didn't even know we had anybody on we the phones. We have somebody on the phones, Let's go to the phones. <laughs> Let's go to... These are on screen, right? Uh, completely on screen. We love being safe. <laughs> we love walking the high wire. Damn right. We're like the, uh, what's the Willenda? Ringling Brothers, uh, the Flying Willendas. No, no, uh, the one the one guy who walks over the Grand Canyon. Yeah. The one, what's the one dude's name? The Maniac. Not Carl. Carl was the grandfather. Who went over to vet? Remember the one guy? That was Carl Willendas. That was Carl. Carl but he's okay. passed away. All right. All the right. one guy that's now the, uh, the, the patriarch of the Yeah, band. I don't know who he is now. It's not Carl. It's um... Carl Jr.? No, 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 that's a restaurant not. that has burgers. It's, it's Nick Willenda. It's Nick Willenda. Nick. Nick. Nick Willenda. Yes. Uh, yeah. Nick Willenda. That's Nick. what we are. We're the Nick Willenda podcast. <laughs> Nick Willenda. <laughs> Sounds like an Italian delicacy. Yes, it is. I had a little Nick Willenda last night with a little uh, perciatelli on the side. Yeah, it's good. A little, a little pesto. By the way, what yes. we did have tonight was fan freaking. Oh, what'd you make tonight? Because I was uh, pre-gaming. What did we do? We had we, our. We got the chicken cutlets from our buddy uh, Mike and Matt's. Okay. Store. Right around the corner. We here. like to buy locally sourced yeah, products. Yeah, absolutely. You well, support your local. So uh, they are one of those old school local little Italian like what did you call it? It's them, not really boutique? a deli. It's like a little convenience. It's not a convenience store. Right. They have you know the stuff that you need, but you're right. not going to go in there and do a major shop. Right. It's not like a Toledo. Go get or some a... fresh Italian bread, some gudagi. Some gabagol. Yeah, exactly. What and you then need. every Wednesday, Bazzanagol. I didn't know they were doing this. So yeah. every Wednesday, they make a gigantic batch of chicken cutlets. Wow. And local people know about this, so they order on Tuesdays. Oh, it's one of those uh, word of mouth things. Yeah, but yes. so you go in there. So I went in there on Wednesday one day to get a loaf of bread, and I smell these cutlets. I'm like, right. wow, what are you guys making in the back? Right. He says, oh, we're making the cutlets. I said, I said no, you can't, we don't sell it. We, you order them on Tuesday. We know how much we need, and then we make them up on, on Wednesdays. Right. Unbelievable. Did you gladly play them Tuesday for a cutlet today? Yes, I did. I would right. go in there and do my wimpy. That's wimpy so we want to thank them because we didn't actually. We, we <laughs> forgot to so order So I said to Rob, and she says, I want, I want cutlets. Yes. I said, you got to order it on Tuesday. The last time I was in there, they, you don't just walk in on Wednesday and get chicken cutlets. Because so, they cooked them up. They're cooked. Right. They're ready to go. So you bring I them home. You slap some sauce on them, some cheese. Boom. Right. I Chicken parmigiano. I called and I I had a little really sad face and sad story and I said, oh please, oh please, oh please, do you have any extras for? Can you Tony spare me five or six yes. chicken cutlets for a hamburger tomorrow? Please, sir, can I have another? Yeah. And Cutler? they did. They nice. uh, they had just enough for us tonight and Beautiful. I whipped them up. I made some uh, chicken parmigiano. That was good. Now, did Luigi make it or you? 
It was she a started, joint, I finished. Yeah, it, it was, was a joint a effort. effort. Yeah. yeah. I was upstairs doing show prep. And I, I, I was up the street of Stokies. <laughs> you were having... Uh, I was pre-gaming. Yeah. Jack and Cokes over there? No, nah, I was, at, nah, I was at a little Rolling Rock, a little Great Goose. Meanwhile, our, our caller is live. Oh, that's right. Oh, let's, go nice. yes. Yes. let's go to... Let's go to... We've already been through this part here, Tony. <laughs> I don't hear anybody breathing or they somebody fell, yelling. They fell asleep breathing. already. Who's on the phone? I have no idea. Caller, you're live. Hello? Tony? Yes. This is Jim. Is this Jim? From Cheltenham. Oh, the great Jim from <laughs> this, Cheltenham. This is Jim. I thought it was from the only Jim I know. <laughs> Not Jim from Cheers, of course. No. Jim uh, Ignatowski. What was his name? Jim Ignatowski. Jim Ignatowski. Yeah, taxi. Right? Yes. Exactly. From Taxi. Not yes. Taxi. What does yellow light mean? Wh- are you ready for baseball, Jim? I'm ready. Wednesday, at, uh, fr- Friday at 1 o'clock. Is that the University of Tampa game, the college kids game? Well, that's, uh, that's, that's tomorrow. But There's a game tomorrow. Yeah, Friday. that's the first yeah. game they usually play at the University of Tampa. They play college kids to see if they can be college kids. And then when they don't, they pretty much announce that they've folded the rest of the season. Correct. And then Luigi will make his. We're going to make our predictions, by the way. Absolutely. Again, Luigi almost nailed it. I believe Luigi yeah. lost the bet, though, right, Joe? Yes, by a couple games. Yeah, it was close. It came out. Remember it came last out the, year? It was a year-long bet, and it came down right to the final week. And he paid up. Too. That was the best. That was the best. The best bet. And ever. Jim, you remember last year what the over/under total again, was? Right? What was it, 70 and a half or 71, something like that? 72, I think. Or it was over under 72 or 71. 72. What is it this year? Do you yeah, know, Jim? I haven't looked at the latest Vegas numbers. What is the uh, over-under on Phillies wins this year? I know they're way down there you know, for 500 to 1 to win the World Series, yeah. but nobody's even going to be dumb enough to put a dollar down on that bet. If you're in Vegas, no. would you put a dollar down on the Phillies to no, win the I World t- Series? I wouldn't touch them. I'd put a dollar in a progressive slot machine and get one spin. <laughs> exactly. No, you got to put three dollars. You got to play four, three credits, Tony. Three You're right. Credits. I, I'm talking about a quarter machine. And a then I could play seventy-five cents and maybe win a progressive. Was it seventy-five this year, uh, Jim? Seventy-five. Las, last time I heard Las Vegas had them at seventy-five. Wow. Hmm. I might take eighty on that. You going to go over? I might go over. You want to roll? Do you want to run this back? Uh, no, it's too early for that. Joe, back. Uh, hey. Joe Quillen says that last year was 66.5. This year is 74, he thinks. Oh, okay. Right. No, he's probably was right. Was it 60? I thought it was 67 and a half. It was 67 and a half games last year. That's right. Yeah, I had that's like, right. Yeah, and I, had and I went up to, I was like 70 or six, yeah. Robin won 69. I remember that. Yeah. Well, How can you forget yeah, that? She's here to remember, yes. And so Jim, she didn't even know what she was betting on. She just said 69. Jim? I did know. Is it too early to make predictions? Yes. 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 Okay, I was just checking. That was Robin last year. <laughs> That's me every no, year. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Jim, where were you in 1980 on February 22nd when we took down the nasty Soviet bastards from Russia? <laughs> we knew back then they I were the enemy. I watched it like yes. everybody else on delay tape. Exactly right. They didn't show that because that it was game, the Olympics. They couldn't do the game live, so they, they put it, it was on delay tape at 8 o'clock because the game started at 5 o'clock Eastern, Eastern time. But remember, though, there was so much hubbub over that game that they played against the Russians and won during the day that they actually showed the gold medal game live in the daytime, if I'm not mistaken. So there was so much that, well, that gold medal game was on Sunday morning. Right, but they showed it live. They won Friday night. It was a Friday, late Friday afternoon mm-hmm. game. And the gold medal game was on uh, like 11 o'clock on a Sunday morning. Right, and they, and they showed it live because, you know, it, it, it was ABC back then. NBC's had the Olympics for a long time yes. now. But back then, they wouldn't have shown the gold medal yeah. hockey game live if it wasn't the United States, you know, going yes. for a gold medal after going to calling off one of, the cold great, one of the greatest upsets in sports history. Correct. Yes. What else is going on, Jim? That was it. 
Well, I, I, was, I can't call up next week, but the, next week is a big anniversary. It'll be the 55th anniversary of Will Chamberlain scored 100 points. Wow. 55 Her- years later. Hershey, PA. Exactly right. 100 million people were there. Yes. 100 million people will say they were there, <laughs> yes. Jim. But there were only like, what, 8,000 people there that night? I believe no, Bill- no, but not. I think I have about 4,000 people. I think Bill Campbell called that game. Yes, he did. Yeah. The late, great Bill the Campbell called the game. Yes. And, you know, Luigi was bragging about the Anthony Davis's uh, 52 points in the unwatchable well, used to average star game. Will was averaging 52. I didn't brag. You and Will. Why don't you go have a beer with Sonny Hill? Take Sonny Hill to the goddamn dinner with me. Me in the living room. Seriously. He's shaving an ottoman I, for I me. I didn't praise him. I just mentioned. I said, are we going to mention the fact that Anthony Davis topped Will Chamberlain's scoring record in the All-Star game, but also did it without, without accidentally committing an assist? Exactly. <laughs> Which is impossible. But the amazing thing, though, when Will Chamberlain well, did it, ever... it was 1960. Right. All right? right. Not 19. Not when the NBA All-Star game is the scores now go up every year. Yes. I, I, Overall, I, I, there was I like 400. broken down, Jim. I, ha- I went did all this research. The scores of the NBA, it is an absolute it's a circus. embarrassment to professional it is. sports. Cancel it. The score was 192 to 182. 374 yeah. points this year. There's a defensive you battle. Know, you know how many points there were last year? 369 last year. Ridiculous. The year before was 321, 318, <laughs> 281. So every year it goes up. Do you know the last time the NBA All-Star game was an actual professionally played basketball game? Probably Iverson game? was playing. I'll give you, you know what year it was? What? The last actual semblance of, an, of a professional basketball game was 2006. Yeah. It's and LeBron James too. was the MVP at the Toyota Center in Houston when the score was a respectable East 122, West 120. There you go. Every time, time, everyone since then right. has been an absolute, absolute blowout. bastardization of a sport. <laughs> it doesn't resemble anything. Like right. the game that is played on a nightly basis in the association. Agreed. Am I right, Jim? Do you like a hundred? You like a hundred points scored in the first quarter? There was a hundred points scored in the first quarter. Ridiculous. Well, the game, the hundred point game, was probably one of the highest scoring games in NBA history. I think the Warriors scored like 162 points that night. Well, Will had a hundred of them on his own. Yeah, it wasn't that hard. I mean, <laughs> you drop a C note yeah. on your own. Well, that's why I have, I have, I have, a, I have a clip. You want to hear it? Oh yeah, let's oh, go nice. to the tape. We always love clips on this show. This is a clip Last show. Point. Not the clip joint. That's where the, uh, cl- the Clippers <laughs> play out in L.A. at the Staples Center. Okay. Let's go to the tape. 100. Yes, that was phenomenal. I mean, I was I was a young kid. I was eight years old when that happened. I wasn't there. I didn't hear the broadcast. Bill Campbell and I became friends over the years. He was a great, great man and a legendary yeah. broadcaster. But uh, that game wasn't televised. There's no even. There's no. Uh, 
There's no, no television no. feed. There's no video feed of the game. There's some clips, I think. Yeah, there's clips. But the game wasn't actually recorded. No, but it was you just have radio. A, but you have a piece of the floor yeah, from Hershey, got, right? Got, you yeah, have a piece a of the floor. I got a piece of the floor from Hershey, but then the Sixers gave out pieces of the, sp- of the uh, floor uh, in, in uh, Philadelphia, the right. old Spectrum floor. Right. But that's not where he scored it. He did no. it at Hershey right. Park. Right. What I'm saying is they also, didn't the Sixers ownership purchase the floor from Hershey? Yes. And yes, then they, they cut did. it all up and they mm. gave it away. Yes, yes, okay. they did. And I have a piece of that floor as well. Nice. I have some flooring left over, flooring downstairs. Yeah, you got I'm selling as the yes. Tony Bruno floor when <laughs> they put talking. me in the Hall of Fame. That $3 square foot? What was yes. that? When I'm inducted into the South Philadelphia Bricklayers in the Hall of Fame. And You're already in the Pipe Layers Hall of Fame, though, right? Pipe Layer, I'm already in the Pipe There's an inflatable rat out front, by the way. I might concern you. Well, let's let's thank Jim so that he can go, and we can go. Interesting thing about that game is it was on the old WCAU AM. 12-10. And the people at the station forgot to tape the game. They forgot to tape the game. Yep. They got a phone call the next Was Luigi running the board that night? He was working down a Navy Yard. Hold on. I got something for you. I am out here for you. You don't know what it's like to be me out here for you. It is an up at dawn, pride swallowing siege that I will never fully tell you about, okay? Sorry, I had to play. He had to play that. <laughs> he tells me prior to the show that he has found this fantastic thing that he's going to play when you rip me next because you rip me all the time. And what does he use it for? He uses it for himself. Come on, man. It's a violation. Total violation. He's out, of, he's out of the meat locker tomorrow. You are. You're not going to be you in the meat locker meat. tomorrow. Thank Christ. <laughs> are you kidding me? Man. We got to go to break, Holmes. All right, yeah. Jim, thanks so much, buddy. Great to talk to you again. See you soon, I hope. Tony, before I go, the shows at the at the Super Bowl were excellent shows. Well, thank you very much, Jim. It was great. To, it's always great to be out there and see. Especially all my the Friday friends. show when you had um, Carson Wentz. Well, yeah, well, Carson well, was only on for a couple minutes. Show but we, was so, and uh, Kevin Harlan was one of my favorites too. He's a great guy. Oh, and I love Kevin Harlan. He's oh, I love Kevin Harlan. We had Sal Powell and, on that day. Yeah, it was a Sal great Powell. show. Now we, we was, were lucky. We had a great, yeah. great week in Houston. And what's the name from Fox Sports Radio? Um, Deb Carson. Deb Carson was great. And Andrew with Siciliano and I catch up every year. It's a lot of fun. No, it's always a lot okay, of fun. Okay, Tony. Have a great week. Thank you, Jim. Hi, Jim. It's like a vacation for me, even though we're Take working care. like 18 hours a day. Yes. But it's a lot of fun because you don't, you don't realize that you're going on. You know, Because you, you're running around. You're seeing people. You know, our buddy Steve Doomy, we ran into him. And then we found out he had a was, brain tumor a week after, a couple days after he went back. Yeah, I know we have to go to break, but he just mentioned Steve, and I saw him tweet something earlier. Did, have we heard anything back from him? Is he okay? Or? Yeah, no, he's, he is going to be working with Duke University and... Um, they are putting up a regimen for him, and your prayers and goodwill and thoughts are still very much appreciated, but he is bound and determined to fight this thing, and knowing Steve, that's exactly what he's going to do. Well, I, exactly. met, the, I met the guy for about a good 24 hours, and he's awesome. Yeah, no, he's, he's a great, he's a great he's guy. Like one of a great most... friend for a long, long time, and uh, not, on the, not back on the air, but out of the hospital and up and moving around again, and we saw him in, we saw him in Tampa for the National Championship yep. college football game. Every time I go to camp, I always make sure I run into Steve and spend some time with him and Dean. And then we're in Houston for a whole week, and I know. we didn't get a chance to shocking. even say, hey, see you later, because we had to leave. And sure. And then we find out when we come back, Robin texted Steve to say, hey, I'm sorry we didn't, uh, we didn't get a chance to say goodbye. And then he told her the whole story, that he was hospitalized for three days in ICU, and they found out he had a brain tumor. So Yeah. Now, um, f- uh, you know, you, 
whenever you can either take two tactics, you know, or three, I guess you can, you can just give up. Mm -hmm. You can just be really, really sour and, or or you can be positive. And that's what he has chosen to do, which is the healthiest thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Laughter is the best medicine. And so we were talking Mm -hmm. on the phone and we don't know yet exactly what kind of regimen they're going to have him do. Um, There is chemo and radiation therapy nowadays where you don't necessarily lose all your hair, but I was telling him that I am somewhat partial to the to the dome, yes, the smooth well, dome. Obviously. And I said, "Well, the mine are- isn't very smooth these days. <laughs> it's a little, uh, <laughs> little rough, a little fuzzy." There, there are worse things that he could have happened to him sure. than uh, see how he looks with the whole bald look. Mm-hmm. I think I think he'd be hot. I think he'd. Well, yeah. we're thinking about you, Steve, and Absolutely, everybody out man. there who mm-hmm. knows you, and Absolutely. people who don't know you will be uh, thinking about you. And uh, as you go through this tough time, we're going to take a break. Come back. Because Paul Mercurio is going to join us. Joe will have some more good stuff. Yes, I'll be sitting on Luigi's lap in the second hour, yes, by the way. We'll yeah. see how much closer will they get. Right. <laughs> will they finally come together as Any one? Any closer, I'll be behind them as Grouchy oh. Marks. Oh. <laughs> wow. I couldn't even get to the rim shot. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for this. Yes, they do. They got a good five minutes. We're coming back. Thanks for staying with us. That's generous. So do, don't go anywhere. If you hear just music, that just means that we're all on a potty break, and we will be back. It's a chance for you guys to go get some snacks. And open lines at 717-363-TONY, 717-363-8669, and press 1 if you'd like to talk. If not, you can just uh, listen on the line and enjoy, as someone once said. Thanks for listening. You're on the Tony Bruno Show podcast. We're coming back in five minutes. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Show starts in five minutes. The sparkling drinks are just dandy. The chocolate bars and the candies. Let's all go to the lobby. We're happy to have you with us this evening and want you to enjoy every minute of your stay here. And while you relax and stretch, visit our concession where you'll find something to please you. There are ice-cold drinks and many other pleasing treats. Our drinks, satisfying and refreshing. They're so good. Show starts in four minutes. starts in three minutes. 
It's refreshment time, folks. Taste that beats the others. Go! Pepsi pours it on. Taste that beats the others. Go! Pepsi pours it on. Show starts in two minutes. starts in one minute. with the show. Ah, uh, we're back. Open another bottle of Avalon Cat. Joe's not drinking tonight. What's an Avalon Cat? I have to, uh, I think I picked my daughter up, so I'm, I'm I went to Jersey and the water. a whole bunch of wine at the only BJ's in South Jersey that actually yes. sells wine. It looked like good wine for ten bucks a bottle, man, and it's good stuff. Yeah, I couldn't believe the prices. I mean, we were just complaining while we were in Houston. I usually <laughs> say, the, the prices were BJ for how well, yeah, ten bucks exactly. Well, it depends on where you go, man. Exactly. That's why they're down the pike. Mine are more expensive than that. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, we, we we saw this wine and we were like outraged at how much less expensive it was. We were dangerously low on our red wine supply. We were. Yeah, we bought like fifteen bottles of wine yesterday. <laughs> So so anyway, we go to BJ's, and all these bottles of wine were actually really reasonable. Yeah, they are. They're great, great prices. I was, there's only a couple of them in Jersey. There's though, only like two in the science. entire state of New Jersey that none sell of them uh, wine. Yep. Yes, I agree. It's an outrage. You can buy wine in, in uh, Acme's now here yeah, in Philadelphia. Yeah, shop rights in Jersey. This so. is an outrage. But it's, it is an outrage. It's, yes. it's a very, very, very limited 
yes. uh, selection. selection. Is it really? Yeah, no, it's I think pathetic. they got the Ripple and they got Rionini on ice. <laughs> Pretty much. Rionini's so nice. And if you're Ripple. lucky... When's Grady showing up? Oh. <laughs> and if you're lucky, they may have a little Alize. Oh, nice. There. Gotta love you gotta that. have Alize in the house. Uh, you know what Cat Williams said, right? Yeah. I don't drink Alize, but bitches do. Yes, you're right. <laughs> Damn right. No. I, I, would, I was going to go there, but... <laughs> Obviously, I ain't no bitch because I don't drink No, the sisters love Alize. They don't get you drunk. They do. The sisters love Alize. Not the only one. Your sisters also like that stuff. That's not Alize. That's different sisters. No. No, but they like Alize as well. No, they don't. They don't drink Alize. They drink uh, that that crappy stuff. (laughs) What's it called? Uh, It's the bubbly. It's it's like carbonated wine. It's awful. Oh, well. The Arbor Mist or whatever? Yes. Arbor Mist. That's not Alize. That's not even the same Mm. thing, Robin. I hate to do it to you. it took an hour and 15 minutes of the show before we <laughs> drop our first. Oh, and now he can't, because he used it already. <laughs> he can't, he had the, like in this particular situation, he would have played the clip from me before, but no. What it is is what it is. You're still keeping it in the uh, reserve, uh, Rob. The show's not over Of course, over the big story tonight, if you're just joining us, is we keep an eye on the NBA. Yes, we invaded Sweden. Wire. Oh, okay. We have so, not yeah. invaded Sweden. All right, just want to make sure. 37 years ago, we took down the Russians. Yes. It took them 37 years to get back and play yes. after that victory. Correct. After fixing the election. Did Al Michaels drop any gambling references during that game? Uh, I, wonder. I don't think he did. I don't uh, think they had a puck line. Gracious. Was it a two-puck line back then? I don't think there was a uh, puck line. Always minus line a puck and a half. All right, okay. Always minus a puck and a half. But the, I, I mentioned earlier, the big trade earlier <laughs> today was the New Jersey Nets. Yes. Or the Brooklyn Nets. New Jersey is glad they're gone because yes. they're even worse in Brooklyn than oh they were God. when they were Get in New out. Jersey. Get out! Do they right. have 10 wins yet, the Nets? I don't know. I think I think they have 10 or 11. Wins. They actually announced that they're lowering the asking price on Brooke Lopez now. They're exactly. lowering oh, nice. it down. Yes. They'll throw in his Lurch. brother, yes. Robin Lopez, uh, a two-for-one special on the NBA eve of the NBA. How about training. Mario Lopez? He's Mario also Lopez evolved. is available, too. Yes. We don't know what he gets paid for anyway. So I'll be a good set game. it. And get it. That's all you have to do. <laughs> no, I said to you on, I said when you said to me, "Am I going to watch the NBA All Star Game?" And I said, "I didn't no, watch a second of it." There's only one thing you do when the NBA All Star Game comes on. Yes, not the watch NHL All Star Game or the uh, or or football or the Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl. Yes. What do you do? You look at the lines. That's you it. Make the phone call and then I'll set it mm. and that's all you have to do. That's all you lock have it to in, do. baby. Lock it it's in. just easier than the and not watch call. a mi- well, not watch a millisecond of it. I I try I tried I to watch the introductions. I, I couldn't. The introductions to the NBA. I heard they, had, they, had they were stand, brutal. I heard they had them twice. They had, they did them like two times. Then they had the roots ridiculous. there playing, and they had some guys. It sounded like a guy. It sounded like mm. a Baptist church. Which no, actually, a Baptist church is even much more appealing to listen. <laughs> I love listening to preachers in a church <laughs> when the congregation is into it. You're yes. healed. Seriously. When you, hear a good, when you hear a good Baptist uh, sure. choir, yes. and you hear people singing in church, sure. nothing like it. Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. The NBA All-Star Game. Not th- phenomenal. Different no, story. <laughs> that was like listening to atheists. <laughs> it was awful. Although I have to say I that, hear you, baby. Yeah. that Tony you. was laughing at yes. your gifts that you posted regarding Tony not watching. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they were really quite funny. <laughs> There's many in my arsenal. One guy who's a CPO always tweets like what the athletes get paid. Yes. He's on there and he says, the winning uh, players get $50,000 and the losing side of the NBA All-Star game gets 25000 each. Right. And I wrote back, 
I, if they give me ten thousand dollars, I might be tempted to watch. <laughs> watch exactly. Seriously, me enough. I, know. I wouldn't watch the NBA All-Star game or any other than baseball. Other than baseball, which they're trying to ruin, but they haven't yet. Baseball is the only legitimate. Yes, All-Star Pro Bowl's game. a joke because none of the play- well, the week that they have it is a joke. Yeah. between the uh, the Pro Bowl is a joke. Yes, but, but at least there's defensive guys that show up. Yes, that actually show See, up. In hockey, you got defensemen. They're right. defenseless because it's just about well, it's guys like, shooting yeah, it's a thirteen score. to eleven. You know. See, in basketball, the same guys play offense and defense. Right, right. But then they realize it's the all-star game. Yeah, and they're going to show off. They don't want to yeah. play defense. Exactly. That's why there's 100 points. Now, listen, if you like that, go ahead and watch it. That's I'm not telling people what to watch. Exactly. I'm telling you what but I if watch. if you're a basketball purist, there's no way you can watch it. 374 get points scored? Yeah, it's ridiculous. By the way, we need to give a shout-out to uh, your old work co-worker, Sean Brace, who is listening. Oh, is Sean oh. Brace the Philly influencer? The yes. Philly influencer oh, is Oh, he's also listening. on Fox now. He's I know a, he is. He's I a little TV stars. gig action. He's doing fantastic. We are very, yes. very proud of him. Yes. You knew him when, Tony? Okay, great. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna I didn't know him when he was in North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> so I mentioned the big trade before we get back to the business and get Paul Mercurio on here. Yes. Is that the uh, there's a big trade earlier, in case you missed it. This is one that may, uh, may, may depending on what happens... Between now and the Thursday afternoon deadline. Yes. What is was it, Thursday the, at noon? Three? I think it's three in the three? afternoon. Three? Okay. The Brooklyn Nets have traded Peter Bogdanovich, the great director of uh, classic hits like The Last Picture <laughs> Show and Paper Moon. He was also on Sopranos. Yeah. Was he really Peter Bogdanovich? He was. He was Dr. Melfi's uh, psychiatrist. Oh, I yes. did not know yes, that. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. And they traded him to the Washington Wizards for Jack Nicholson. Nice. So there you have it. There's the big trade in the NBA. Actually, it's... You uh, can't handle the truth, really. It's Boban, <laughs> Boban Bogdanovich. Who? Boban Bogdanovich. Yeah, Boban. Bogdanovich. Yeah, right. Small four, three-point specials. And then it's Andrew Nicholson. Yes. But All I right. wanted people who yes. actually know well, Jack Well, you're trying Nicholson to make it relatable. And Peter Bogdanovich. Yes. And have no idea who Andrew Nicholson is, nor Boban Bogdanovich. I knew who they were. You did? Yes, I did. And by the way, the Sixers, yes. have tra- as I mentioned earlier, have traded. Have traded big shot. Ersan Ilyasovich, a, a fan favorite. Yeah, I know absolutely. he hasn't been playing well lately, but a guy went out there and they traded him to the Atlanta Hawks for the great Tiago Splitter. And ah. the Sixers will now, you know, we've seen teams go with like the five guard rotation. Yes. The Sixers will go with a five center rotation. Yes. Oh, nice. In okay. their next game. They're, they're, they will put five seven footers on the floor. Yes. They're going out as the Monstars, is what the they're going to do. That's nice. exactly right. Thank you. You're welcome. The Twin Towers times two. To and they will play five, all five splitter. Yes. Jaleel Okafor, if he's not traded. It's all part of the process, Tommy. Uh, uh, Embiid, who's not going to play again, but he's going to play just for one night only. Right. right. To try to sell tickets to the next direct game that they exactly. have. Exactly. Once every couple weeks, keep up appearances. The they will have Splitter, Embiid, Yo Okafor, Noel, and who am I missing? Sarge. And uh, Dario Sarge is the five towers. Yes. One guy's Five only towers. six eleven though. They they got to go with one small. The small well, guy. It's the four towers in a parking garage. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That'll work. It's the future of the NBA, Tony. Come on. It is. I think they'll be the first team to have a five-man yes. rotation where the smallest guy is six eleven. It's like a baseball team having five closers instead of starters. It's like the old the uh, Mick. It's like the old uh, uh, Bugs Bunny. <laughs> yes. The gas one, two, house three gang. Strike. Remember? Oh, yeah, first place, one, two, Bugs three Bunny. strikes. Second out. place, Bugs Bunny. <laughs> Third place, Bugs Bunny. I got it. I got it. He got it. Exactly. <laughs> Luigi, let's go to the phone. Yeah, sure, please, brother. Do we have uh, Paul on? Yeah, Paul's on the line. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm doing my whole stupid uh, gas house gang thing here. A man who you see him on the Colbert Show. I just saw him recently. Was that last week when he was on? And he was tremendous. Great stuff about parenthood. Yes. Plus, he's an Italian guy. 
So you know we love Italians on the show. We do. You know he's won a Peabody Award and an Emmy Award? Wow. Did you know that? I didn't know that. (laughs) Did you know that he has his own podcast called Two Two Chairs and a Microphone? No. Not two turntables and a microphone. That was the great right. Beck, if you remember that. Yes, it was. <laughs> this is the great Paul Mercurio who joined us. Who, who outlasted the, the great Jamiroquai, I might add. Yes, indeed. <laughs> I know. Let's find out. I think Virtual uh, Insanity is opening for Paul Mercurio when is he it? comes to Philly at one of the newest comedy clubs in this town. Yes. And I haven't been there yet. Me neither. We've got to come out and see him next week. Paul Mercurio is going to be at the, yeah. uh, what's the name of the place? Punchline. You're the worst host ever. <laughs> <laughs> you Did you say that to Colbert when you went on there? Exactly what they're doing. I'm good, man. Who How are you? Are you? Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I remember. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Punchline Philly. It's brand new. It's a beautiful place. Everyone's been raving about it. So I'm going to be down March 2nd to the 4th. And I would love you guys to come out. you got to come out, out man. Don't You're embarrass really funny. Me. Don't embarrass me. You know how you are in public. Don't, don't I know. go crazy on me. I haven't know been saying? to this place yet. You know, Helium's a great club in town. There's not a lot of comedy clubs. There used to be a bunch. And now they, this one's in Fishtown, right? In the neighborhood down there off of the... That we call it Delaware Avenue. Columbus sure. Boulevard in Frankfurt, right? So that's technically Fishtown, right? The neighborhood? Yeah, and Philly's always been a great comedy town. Like, you know, it's sort of like... And, and had a lot of clubs at one time. You're right. And then it just kind of went away. And this is a great... Punchline's like... You know, San Francisco Punchline has been around for 30 years. It's the same fan. It's the same group that owns it. So, yeah, it's and I hear it's beautiful. I mean, I hear the food's great, so it should be a lot of fun. By the way, the Bogdanovich thing. You know, he he was uh, he was an older man sleeping with uh, Sybil Shepherd. Remember that? Like he had an affair with her when she was just a kid in real life. Yeah. On a TV show. I can't keep track of this. Something. I didn't even realize he was in The Sopranos because I never watched it. I'm one of those Italian guys, Paul, that doesn't like mob movies or any of those things that portray Italians as, uh, you know, thug grease balls. Yeah, I mean, you know. Did we lose him? Uh-oh. He dropped. We'll, he we'll dropped. Call I'll right call back. him back. We'll call him right back. I hope you didn't think I was calling him a thug grease ball, huh? <laughs> No. A lot of my good friends that I grew up with were thug grease balls. I do remember. You know, back in the day, before people were aware of of child molestation as much as we are now and how prevalent it is, yeah. things would happen and people would go, oh, you know, it's just, a, it's a, they're famous people and it really does. And you're like, if that happened today right. in this day and age, I mean, like, um, you have um, to leave the country, like Roman Polanski did. Yeah. What's it? What's the 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 singer that had the the ukulele and had the long Tiny hair? Tiny, Tiny Tim. Tim. He like married his 12 year old cousin, and it was like a, they, they talked about it on the Tonight Show. And, I yeah. met I met Miss Vicky, who t- who Tiny Tim married. She was a stripper over in South Jersey. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Are we got Paul back? Yes. No. Oh, we oh. don't. I thought we got him back. He was not offended at my uh, anti-Italian-American slur, was he? I think it's... No, I'm kidding. You know, because if you're Italian, you can make fun of Italians. It's like any race or religion, they can make fun of their own, but you just can't make fun of anybody else. You have to learn the new rules. There's new rules in this world. Yes. I'm it, sorry. I, like maybe it was it was it Tiny Tim or am I thinking no, of No, Tiny Tim. Jerry Lee Lewis. I know Jerry Lee Lewis. Yeah, he didn't play Jerry ukulele. Lee. He married his cousin. Yes. It was 15. Right. Yes. Jerry yeah. Lee Tiny Lewis. Tiny Tim never found a woman until no, he met Miss Tiny. Oh, well, I'm surprised. You Tiny look like Harry Tim Grant. Tiny Tim married somebody young as well though, didn't he? No, he didn't. No, nah, he was I'm just sure. Miss uh, Miss Miss I I am I did get confused with um Jerry Lee Lewis. Jerry Lee Lewis, but I think That was even it was his cousin and underage. I found Paul. Yeah, but that was okay. It was that was the age of consent in the in the South was like 12, I think. 
after Paul Mercurio Paul, joins gonna, us back. Yes. You got Robin got it wrong. She just you called me a bad host. Robin just said that Tiny Tim was married to his cousin. She got him confused with Jerry Lee Lewis. I did, but I think but the thing was is that didn't Tiny Tim marry somebody really young too? No, Miss Vicky was a stripper in South Jersey. She I'm was like eighteen, which is the age of consent. Get some facts yeah. and come back and see. Yeah, I know. Where were we, Paul? Now, oh, we're, <laughs> at, we're at the we're at the. They got married on the Tonight Show. Yeah. That's right. See, I did remember that, that part of the story. But she wasn't correctly. underage. She was just younger. Okay, well, I'm getting my stories mixed up, but Damn I'm going to look it up. See what you did? You had to bring up Peter Bogdanovich and uh, Sybil Shepherd. <laughs> well, you brought him up. I'm just fantastic. By the way, Porzingis could be the sixth man off the bench on that all-center team that you were talking exactly about. Exactly right. How about that? Well, he didn't he win the NBA you know All-Star Skills competition? I know. How freaky is that? And what then, did he do? I missed and it. And then I wanted to just... <laughs> <laughs> He just, he just. I think he just like reached out and put the ball right in the uh, in the hole without even having to shoot it or toss it or do anything. You know? Did he use a drone or something? Did he jump over like sixteen Kias or, or a? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I got can't watch that stuff. And I'm a sports guy, and I can't you're, watch that stuff. Now you're not a big sports fan, are you, Paul? Oh yeah, no. I I grew up in Rhode Island. I'm a New England fan. So New England Patriots, Boston Celtics, Red Sox. The whole thing. So I was really happy that my Patriots won. I third quarter, I thought that was over. I thought we were done. I was like, I was screaming at the TV. I couldn't, I couldn't, you know. And but what I loved leading up to it was like how everybody like analyzes Bill Belichick's like you're like he's so depressing during his press conferences, you know. Uh, yeah, we're moving on to Cleveland. We're moving on to Cincinnati. You know that whole thing. And and I I just think he's a great coach and. You know, I like a I like a guy that groans, you know, just through everything in life. You know what I mean? He's just a depressing human being, and I love it. You know, and people exactly. All he does is win, win, win. No matter what, 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 as someone once said. Now I saw your latest yeah, appearance exactly. on Colbert, uh, Colbert or Colbert, mm-hmm. whatever his name is mm-hmm. these days, and you were terrific on there, man. That's great. I know you do a lot of political stuff, but that was funny stuff. You're talking about your kid and about you know having a young kid. And, and it's a, just a great routine, man. We love that stuff. Yeah, you know, I mean, when you have a kid, like, you, people say, oh, that's the, you're supposed to be, like, the politically correct thing and say, oh, that's the best thing that ever happened to me. And honestly, there are some days where you just wish he'd walk into the woods and never come back, you know? And, uh, and, and, and when you say that, people are like, oh, really? This? I'm like, no, like, my kid was, like, eight years old, and we had a, uh, a baseball tournament, three days, father-son bonding weekend to go to, right? And my wife's like, you go, and you guys will hang out. And at the end of the weekend, it hit me. I don't really care for the kid, you know? Because uh, the whole thing, the whole weekend is about him and everything he wants to do, you know? Like when a kid wants to, when a kid's in a hotel, what does he want to do? He wants to go in the pool, right? That's right. Now, you know people are going to be angry at you and say, how can you say that about your son and your kid? <laughs> it's obviously part no, of routine. No, I mean, I think but, you, but you love your thing, son, don't you? We're in the, not, not really. We're, <laughs> in the pool, we're out of the pool. He's in the pool. We're out of the pool. Okay. You didn't watch a grilled cheese sandwich. And you know what? It's my Saturday night too. Okay. I want to go to a strip club and he gives me static. You know, he starts <laughs> complaining. Daddy, the lady on the pole scares me. <laughs> this Jack Daniels is burning my throat. <laughs> you call that weed. I, you know, I don't even think that. I mean, I'm... I have kids today. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you know, oh, it's really great. You know, my wife, okay, my wife's a little flat chest. I'm going to be honest with you, right? She has the kid, and, uh, you know, nice things happen there in the breast area, right? 
But you, when my wife breastfed, okay, you can't touch them. They're also the little poop machine. Yeah. It's like a huge tease. It's like a strip club in your house, and you want the dancer and the bouncer in one. And they're not for you. They're all for poop master general. Yeah. Exactly. And you women, you tease us. You're like, oh, look at my beautiful breast. No, not for you. Look at my perfect. No, these are for the boy. It's like inviting a homeless guy over for Thanksgiving dinner and going, don't touch the food. <laughs> 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 My kid would taunt me in the middle of breastfeeding. He'd turn and give me the thumbs up. I don't need that. <laughs> now, Paul, the last, the last time I saw you, you were in your apartment with all of your stuff in the back. Not that you're a hoarder, yeah. but you got a lot of stuff. I mean, you got, the, you got the Peabody Award. You got the Emmy. You know, you wrote for The Daily yeah. Show. That's good. I mean, so is, is yeah. your place still a mess, or is that, is that just part of the business when you're a comic no, no. and you're a writer? No, it's a, it's a, complete, it's a complete mess. And, you know... I'm Italian, 100% Italian. So there's this perception that Ita- there's always two stereotypes that people think about when they talk about it. we talk about Italian. First of all, they think mafia or plastic on the furniture. That's what they think, <laughs> right? <laughs> okay. So the first part's kind of true. My cousin Bobby is a small-time hood for the mob in Rhode Island. He runs numbers, and he sells stuff out of the trunk of his car, like suits and ratchets. And I'm not making this up, okay? Car alarms that he stole out of other people's cars. <laughs> Beautiful. Wait, minute, Luigi does that, too. Pictures. He does. Luigi uh, on the show, he does that. <laughs> you got to do something. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, it's, times are tough out there. You got to supplement your income. It's a tough economy. Respect the hustle, Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying, Luigi? He shows up. You would appreciate this. He shows up. He goes, hey, he's a car alarm. I go, Bobby, the fact you were able to steal this car alarm means it's not a very good car alarm. He goes, what are you talking about? It just doesn't have the box. Here, take it. It's exactly. Bucks. Take <laughs> it, right? Right. <laughs> So this is how he came dressed to my father's funeral. Picture John Travolta in Saturday Night Fever. I got it. He came in a fluorescent orange silk shoe. This is an open casket, Italian Catholic funeral. You know what these are like, right? Uh-huh. He comes in a fluorescent orange silk shirt, unbuttoned gold chains. <laughs> white patent leather belt, white slacks. He's a creamsicle with chest hair. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> mesh loafers. No socks because it's the summer. Right. But he had to put powder on his feet to keep him dry. <laughs> but Bobby, being the guido, he was put too much powder. So every time he'd step toward the casket, puffs of white smoke were coming out of the tops of his shoes. <laughs> well, it's like incense. You know, it's good. I I turned to my brother. I'm like, somebody nominated a pope, apparently. Right. <laughs> we have a new pope. Yeah. When you, we when have you, a new pope. When you get a viewing at six, you got to be at Club Egypt by nine. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how you show up. <laughs> now, the, now the, messy, the messy house thing we have in spades, right? Because growing up, our house was a pigsty because my parents had a furniture store, which they still have. And that was what they cared about. And the house was a mess. Now, normally, you think Italian, you know, there's that room. That that perfect room with the fancy furniture with plastic on it, and you only go in it at Christmas and Easter, and there's a picture of the Pope, Jesus, and Frank Sinatra on the wall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's about right. Okay, this is how bad our house was growing up. This is not a bit. I am not making up this story, okay? Someone broke into our house. I was in high school. I ran out for like 10 minutes. They broke into the house, and they took the stereo. They were in and they were out in less than five minutes. A cop comes over to take a police report. Stands in the middle of the living room, surveys the living room, and he goes, oh, my God, what kind of an animal would make a mess like this? <laughs> and he thought, he, he thought the guy ransacked the house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, 
I'm like, yeah, the guy was crazy. He threw a bra on the lampshade and left salami out all day. He was nuts. <laughs> so, we we just live the opposite of the way a lot of Italians live. You know, it's just it's just complete insanity. You know, my mother, she's Italian. She grew up in the Depression. She goes through people garbage looking for good garbage. Like she has a hearing aid that she found in the garbage and she won't get it fixed. So it, it whistles all the time. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you laugh. You laugh. It's like talking to a tea kettle in a house dress, okay? Jeez. <laughs> well, I'm curious. You, now, she forgets. Go ahead. I'm sorry, man. Yeah. No, she, she's just out of her mind. She locks people in her store. She forgets customers are in the store, and she locks them in the store. Yeah, That's I go there one service. day, and there's like a 60-year-old woman in the store. I go, man, what happened? She goes, I was looking around. I turned to ask your mother a question. I couldn't get out. I go, how long have you been here? She goes, four hours. I go, I go what have you been doing? She goes, well, I browsed a lot. And she goes, I took a nap on that sofa. And she goes, is your name Paul? I go, yeah, why? She goes, well, I took messages. The phone rang, and you have messages. She took messages from me. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it's funny. Crazy, Italian man. comedy, it's one of the great – I mean, I, I, I love comedy. I love going to comedy clubs and seeing really clever people. And the Italian guys are the – because, you know, you can relate. You know, when you're Italian and you hear an Italian comic talking about fa- – it's always about family because it's true. It just happened last weekend. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, it happens. I mean, people think it's a joke. But the stories you tell I – mean, I'm not a comic, but I tell – well, Robin, you know, when she met my family, she understood completely. And when she sees Italian comics tell stories about the Italian family, she mm-hmm. says, it's true. Mm-hmm. No, because they're seriously, not jokes. Like, she's a first-hand. So, Paul, like, when I first met Tony – and he would start talking back to me regarding something. Maybe we disagreed a little bit, or maybe we didn't even disagree. But I always thought he was angry all the time. I didn't understand why. Why are you yelling? There's no reason to yell at this particular oh point in our God, conversation. That is so funny. That's ex- that's exactly what my wife. Said. My wife and I went to high school together. So I took her home to meet the family. This was after a few months. My wife is a wasp, a white Anglo-Saxon Protestant. She's like the Mayflower or whatever, right? That kind of thing. So they're even. They don't say anything. They don't emote. They just, it all ends up in their colon. That's all. They just, you know? Okay? And they don't. They don't, they don't let anything out. They just they drink martinis, and then they get divorced. Like, that's what they do. Italians, <laughs> we yell at the drop of Right? Am I right? Luigi, right? Am I right? Tony, you know what I mean. Italians were like, what, pass the meatballs. What did you mean by that? Right. I never loved you. Don't like, worry. Kind of thing. Italian, if you got a problem, we'll tell you. You have a problem. It's not. It's, 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 right. it's easy. So she, it's exactly what Robin was just saying. So my wife, Carol, came to the house, and it was a big Sunday dinner with, like, mock macaroni and bread and then, like, uh, you know, just lards of cholesterol and, you know, all this. You know what I mean? Like, this, like... There's like all this starch and we're yelling and talking and, and we leave and she goes, why was there so much yelling? <laughs> and I said, nobody was yelling. We were just talking in a normal tone of voice. And she goes, that's not a normal tone of voice. <laughs> so, so I had a similar experience, but I met Tony um, out in California. So I thought it was just him. I'd never really been around a lot. She hadn't been to the East Coast of Philly no, at all. No, so I, I had or no York, idea. I just oh, thought man. that there was something really wrong with Tony. And then I finally went back to Philly, and I met his entire family, and I'm like, oh, it's your family. Okay, you guys are all like that. And then after Tony and I started dating, I brought my children out here, and they had a conversation with me afterwards. And I'm like, Mom... 
we were really worried. We thought that there, you know, like, what had you gotten into with this relationship with this guy that's constantly yelling at you? And then we met everybody else over there, and we realized, oh, they're all like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rob and I went to my sister's house on Sunday just a couple days ago. Yeah. We go to their house, and we haven't been there in a couple months. Right. And my sister makes raviolis, oh. right? With the fresh sauce, with nice. the gravy sauce, whatever you call it, meatballs, yeah. all. She says, how come it was always yeah. ravioli when we... I said, because we went over on a Sunday. <laughs> That's what Italians do on Sundays. <laughs> they make spaghetti sauce, right. meatball, sausage, brajol, yeah. and either lasagna, can, uh, raviolis, or... Get the sheeted bread. So if you yeah. happen to go over to an Italian's house only on the same day of week, right. you will have the same meal exactly. every it's single time. Exactly, it's right of passage. <laughs> That's right. What don't you Listen, let me understand? Tell you, that is, first of all, to hear you say brajol, oh my God, I love you. That brings back memories. That's how you say brajol. Not, not like some white person going brajioli. Yeah, brajioli. You know, exactly. Cola. And I, I want to stab somebody. And secondly, that's exactly what we'd have. Like, my wife thought we were done with the ravioli. No, the brajol came out. Then we had a roast beef. Then we had snail salad. Like, it wouldn't. Salad like, And you have to understand, Robin. It is in the Constitution that in the in the U.S. Constitution that was drafted in Philadelphia that Italians have to eat ravioli on Sunday. It is a law. Apparently, it is. apparently. Now, you will be deported if you don't have it. President Trump will come right to the house right. and deport you. It'll be huge. My favorite, though, is is people have Get no out. idea. Get out! Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving <laughs> is already a meal where you are going to be stuffed to the rim with all of the different fixings. But in yes. an Italian family, not only do you have all of the trimmings, but then you have all of the Italian stuff on top of that. And you are expected to eat everything. Oh, yeah, you got to eat. <laughs> Otherwise, you'll throw you out of the house. That's the funniest thing of the whole thing. Like, my, my sister. Uh, we, she does this, the fishes on Christmas Eve, right? So it's all the fishes, that, that whole thing. And it's just, you know, it's pasta with the clam sauce, and then it's stuffed flounder, and it's this and it's that. And then, and then my wife gets to the end of it, and there's like this amazing cheesecake. And, and, uh, and they hand her a piece of cheesecake, and she goes, I can't eat anymore. Like her eyes are rolling in the back of her head. And my mother goes, What's wrong with you? What do you mean? You don't like cheesecake? And she started yelling at my wife. This is when we were dating. My wife, my wife ate it. She literally looked like she was going to throw up as she was eating it. But she got, she got heckled by my mother for not eating cheesecake after eating about four pounds of food leading up to that. It's just so crazy. How long have you been married, Paul? Too long. Well, that's a good answer. Good now, answer. Now, Paul, <laughs> one of my other favorite pieces that you do is you talk about how you are learning different languages based not yeah. you're not yeah. taking classes. You're doing it in a very unusual way. Yeah, I'm learning. I'm learning foreign languages by reading the owner's manuals to my electronics. Pardon my French, but you're an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's like so. Go ahead. No, so I, I mean, I was I was laughing so hard. One of the things that you talked about was my the my favorite one was the French one. Oh yeah. So basically, the idea is like it's expensive to take a course, so I'm learning a foreign language. So like I'm learning German by reading the owner's manuals to my speakers. And one of the one of the things is das ist ein Beispiel Subwoofer. I'm not I'm not exactly sure what that means, but when I read it, I am scared to death of my subwoofer. <laughs> and and I'm learning French, and I'm learning George Foreman grill French, okay? So the other night, 
my wife got mad at me and I had to pay her a compliment. And anybody can use this. Just go to page 38 of the manual. And I said, sweetie, I'm sorry. You're beautiful. Your face looks just like a glisé le bacour, which apparently is a grease-catching drip tray. Very <laughs> oh, <well>, romantic. <laughs> but it sounds fabulous. Yeah, it sounds better. <laughs> when you say when it's in the language of love, yeah, exactly. that's all that matters. In, 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 in Spanish, I'm learning Spanish from Mr. Coffee. And everything sounds sexy. No matter what you say, if you read it from Mr. Coffee, you sound like Antonio Banderas. You're gonna, you, it's great for sex. The little foreplay, you say, enchufa la caparatera con temperatura alta. Plug in the coffee maker and set the temperature too high. Come on. You don't want to have sex with somebody talking like that. Now, ironically, Listen, though, I, I sent you, I sent you this article that was sent out by, um, Oh, who was it sent out by? Uh, but it said that the most sexy languages are Dutch and German, according to Plenty of Fish. What? Yes. That yes. Americans... Did someone tell you that? No, she didn't. Did they survey Poland on this? Because I don't think they would agree on that. Americans think the but sexiest languages in the world the <laughs> are German and Dutch. Now, I speak both of those languages. Yeah, Robin speaks German and Dutch. What and do you think? I was flabbergasted. I, I literally, I was like, what? I would say Italian and French. Of course, it's Italian and French. Exactly. But no, they said yeah. that pl- according to Plenty of Fish, they analyzed fifty plenty million. Plenty of Fish is a dating fish. site exactly. where you just hook up for really? sex. That's what my point. What's is. the most romantic STDs on no, Plenty of Fish? I, we're not talking romance. We're talking sex here. Come on. Yeah. They analyzed fifty million messages on their platform, and they surveyed out of those that the men who speak German and Dutch as a second language hooked up more than anybody. Wow. It's German, so it's rough sex. <laughs> Did you know that, Paul? Club vendor sex. <laughs> no, I mean, I, she, she sent me, you sent me that link, and I looked at it, and I said the same thing you guys said. It's like, German, how is it sexy? What, like, you hear somebody speak German, and you want to get naked and march around in boots with a gun on your shoulder? Nine. <laughs> nine, nine is right. Nine. 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 I bring the Blitzkrieg nine. to yeah, the women. Exactly. <laughs> I got your tiger tank right here. I would have said French. French and Italian or Italian, yes. There's nothing sexier than speaking Italian to a woman and then giving her a backhand. Just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of a it's usually hey, one it's just, after the other, isn't it? It's, baby, come here. Now get the fuck out of here. <laughs> did you burn the steak? Did you, did you burn the steak? Who told you to make coffee anyway? What the? <laughs> wow. So I'm actually, I'm, oh I, I have God. to and rephrase. By the way, by the way, Robin, you know that so- spaghetti sauce is called gravy. Yes. yes. No, I, I am gravy. fully oh, yeah. aware of this. That's a long time. And I was, I have to and, tell you a funny story. I- the, the first time I came here and um, we we went over to Tony's mom's house and the si- and his sister said, um, do you want some spaghetti and gravy? And I'm thinking to myself, oh my God, that sounds disgusting. Who wants gravy on their spaghetti? And then finally I figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> like, but some Italians still call it sauce, wife, though. That same, that, same, that same dinner that I talked about where my wife was like, man, you were yelling a lot. That was, there was a lot of, like, pasta gravy, pasta gravy. Oh, do you want more gravy? And she said to herself, this is gross. Why would I want brown ga- gravy on exactly. spaghetti and meat? She thought it was the gravy from Thanksgiving. <laughs> I <see the laughs> so exactly I gave her back, yes. you know, just to put her in her place. Well, good. You know good for you. I let her know who's what. Now, Paul, Paul Mercurio joining us. You can follow him on Twitter at Paul Mercurio, M-E-C-U-R-I-O. And you're on Instagram and you're on yes. Colbert a lot. You're on, you, even do, you even do, like, serious news stuff on CBS, too, right? Yeah, I've been doing uh, CBS Sunday morning commentary, and I've been 
doing, you know, just stuff about politics and everything else. And, and then, you know, I just did that set that you, that you were talking about on the standup appearance. And, um, and it's funny because I wanted to do this thing that I've been talking about that I didn't get to do because the set has to be a certain length, but we were talking about like being loud and everything. My dog finds me annoying. Okay. What kind of dog do you have? Whenever I walk, we got a chow golden retriever mix. He's 70 pounds. He got a head the size of a basketball. His name is Rusty. And I saved this dog's life, by the way. This asshole was about to go into the oven, and I saved his life. And now he treats me like shit. Okay, here's what happened. I walk into a room, and the minute I walk into the room, this son of a bitch gets up and he walks into the other room. Literally, like the second he just gets up and looks at me and he goes, oh, this asshole again, and he walks into the other room. Yes. Yes. That's and gratitude so my wife, for like, you. It's the sound. It's the sound of your voice. It intimidates him. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah. It didn't intimidate him when I said I'm going to save you, or when you want food. That doesn't intimidate him. Okay. He's fine with that. And and so then I walk into the room that he just walked into, and he gets up and he walks back into the other room. He's giving me a complex. I'm the human. He's supposed to annoy me. I'm not supposed to annoy him. The roles are reversed. I don't even go to sleep near him. I'm afraid I'm going to wake up and he's going to be driving me to the pound to get neutered, for God's sake. <laughs> wow. <laughs> now, does he have a blue tongue? Oh, who doesn't? He does. Part of it. <laughs> kind of wishing you let them go in the oven now, don't you? <laughs> 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 oh, about your all-time backfires, Paul. Part of his, exactly. Part of his tongue is blue. Yeah. And uh, yeah, people it that don't... feels great. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, you know, blue blue tongue is better than blue balls. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Listen, How would if you know? knows about blue balls, it's me. I've been married 15 years. Exactly. <laughs> Paul McCurry, so Paul, we coming dated, to town we, next week. I, my wife and I dated 12 years, by the way, before we got married. We dated 12 years. Wow. And then she proposed, finally. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I can't tell you her exact words because I get really emotional, but they ended with, or get off the pot. <laughs> <laughs> now, Paul, last time we have you, you still have your podcast, right? It's called Two Chairs and a Microphone. How often do you do that? I'm doing that every Monday, and I want to have you on. We're going to have you on. Oh, I'd love to be on. on. Are you kidding? Oh, I'd love to come on. Right? And uh, Luigi, Robin, why don't we just get all And Joe, we got to get Joe. Joe's, a, Joe's the funniest man on Twitter, by the way. Luigi's great. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Joe Corrado here, not his real name, is the funniest man on Twitter. Seriously. This guy, is, he, this guy should be writing comedy. He should be writing comedy. Well, I miss yeah. my calling. I want you on. I want right. you on, Joey. I'm there. I want you on in a heartbeat. I'm there. Joey, what did you do that you have to be under witness protection? What did you do? I can't. Uh, I plead the Fifth Amendment on the grounds that may incriminate me. I put in 15 years of marriage. I might. I was. I was a crime in itself. Oh man. <laughs> now, if you follow Joe on Twitter, seriously, his, his, his avatar. His avatar is jo- is uh, Frank Sinatra's uh, mugshot. Yes, right? the young mugshot, which people still think that's me. Oh, I love. They that. think it's him. Oh, yeah, still yeah, yeah. to this day. Yeah, they're a little. I little... still think it's him, and I know who he is, and I see that I see his avatar, Frank Sinatra's mugshot. Yeah, definitely not me. And I still think it's Joe. Yes, yes, about yeah, well, eighty that's years off. You're drunk on homemade Italian wine all the time. He's <laughs> got the Dago Red going on over here. <laughs> it's always a gamble whether you're going to see or not the next day. It's, exactly, it's that's exactly. always the best wine. Exactly yes. right. <laughs> well, Paul Deffel, we're going to come out and see you next. So it's it's the March March second through the three day three nights, right? March 2nd to the 4th. Do you read anything before you have <laughs> Yes, but I get confused. Research. 
March 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. So it starts on a third. It's Thursday. It's Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. I I gotta buy ravioli. I gotta buy meatballs. I got a dog that won't lick my balls anymore. I got shit going on over here. Come on, guys. Research I do for. I got 50 pages of research material. He does. I can attest to that. Yes. I do my own research. I don't have a staff of writers. What do you two guys know? You can't even read. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. They're March actually all menus. To the fourth. March second to the fourth. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday at the Punchline Philly. Go to uh, punchlinephilly.com. Com is a thing called the internet. Look it up. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> we need a computer um, for that. No. Uh, punch, punchlinephilly.com. You've got mail. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. <laughs> 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 and yes, I want. Why don't you guys come? We'll pick a night that you're going to come, and we'll we'll hang out after the show, and we'll eat ravioli all night. Well, we're oh, busy nice. Thursday because we're doing a, we're doing a big tequila dinner up in King of Prussia Thursday night. But Friday, we'll come out Friday. Okay. You working, Joe? Luigi, you working Friday night? Joe's over there. No, yeah, you I'm working sh- Friday night, Luigi? <laughs> I'll, I'll make it out. Okay. Can I'll we come I can out Friday night? Joe. We'll come out Friday night. How about that? Joe. Yes. Luigi, Yo, yes. get the horns out. Put your put get the horns out. The Malloy gold chain on. You know what I'm saying? Ah, uh, we'll be. I got the I'll, Jafar. Uh, I'll take the I'll take the tarp off the I Rock tomorrow yeah. morning. I got the Aqua de Silva uh, uh, family pack. Luigi's got the pomade. He's got the he'll, he'll get the hair all slicked he's up. Got the Jacavarichis. I'm, t- I'm taking the t tops off for this one, brother. Yeah. Got the Jacquard. If you're really a talent, you bring a woman with a black eye. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> wow. She got what happened? She got a plain bocce. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just gonna sit back and enjoy the ride. <laughs> and your black eye. No, I'm oh only kidding. man, there will be some Robin, people who might be offended this, by tonight's Robin, show. By the way, call, after this call, like in about an hour, Robin, I want you to call. I'm gonna be. In a vat of Vaseline, I want you to just talk German to me all. Or Dutch. Schweinhund. She speaks German and Dutch and isn't even on plenty of fish. I know. Right. That I know of, anyway. <laughs> really? Yeah, really. Because <laughs> I would get a black eye. But no, I. Uh... Do you have to hook up with seven uh, people on there? Yeah. Or Italian? Nein, ich, ich kann, oh, ich kann uh, Deutsch sprechen mit sie. Ah, Dumpkaff. Oder ich kann auch Nederland sprechen. The only German I can speak is Hogan. That's right. That's Show me your papers. <laughs> Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Oh, that's German. <laughs> that's Northern German. Oh, my God. You guys are hilarious. Man. So I thought you fun. said I was the worst oh host ever. <laughs> Didn't you call me the worst host ever? <laughs> that's part of a shtick. Come on. Well, Tom. yeah, you're you're probably not even facing the microphone right now. It doesn't matter at all. He is just the wrong yet. one. That's all right. He has to face the microphone. We got a three-camera ca- three shoot. This is live on really? Facebook, live on, on really? Periscope, Red Tube, everything. Red Red tube, tube, the whole nine yards. Pornhub. This yes. is everywhere, man. Plenty of fish. No seven fishes. <laughs> Fresh fish. Ippolitos. Ippolitos. It's going to be cut into some German porn film. No, nah, absolutely. It's going to be great. Well, we all, we all got safe words ready to go and everything. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Spumoni, brother. Spumoni. And the safe word mine has is, to be in is, German. Schweinhund. Mine is Brajol. Nice oh, nice. And you have to know how to spell it, too. That's the unfortunate Oh, uh, yeah. Part. Robin, exactly. can you spell Brajol? Hell, uh, well, I, I might. I think I can. Right, this so. is a tough one. This is a tough one, Robin. Yes. Any Jeopardy music? Or? Yeah, let me, I have some music. Okay, wait. Oh, man. Come on, Robin. B-R. Wait a minute. Audio Daily Double. A. 
G I O L L E? No, wrong. No. It's a C I O L E. If I, if I know right. B A R C I O L E, right? There's a C? There's a C. Right, yeah. Rajol. See, it doesn't oh, man, sound you guys that way. Screw me up with a Z. Is it not B R A C I O L E? I believe it is. There might be two L's or one L. I think it's one L. You leave the last L off for savings. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is like Stunad Jeopardy. Robin, forget, Robin, forget. <laughs> Robin, forgetting that wrong, I wouldn't go home tonight with Tony. It's I don't think get, so. Get <laughs> <up>. <laughs> we're already home. We already are home. <laughs> exactly. We're sitting at my dining Let's room go upstairs. table. <laughs> we're sitting at my dining room table <laughs> drinking red wine. Really? Yeah. You're here. Your family. Exactly. <laughs> It's oh like Olive Garden, God. except without the bad food. Right. Yeah, yeah you got that. Yeah, I did, I did cook dinner ahead of time, so does that count for something? <laughs> she and made porchatelli with some uh, chicken cutlets with okay, the porchatelli. Well, you know Robin, let me tell you something. Those dishes aren't going to wash themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Tony will be cracking down. He'll be cracking the whip later. <laughs> be flipping the table like Jake LaMotta. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Oh, my God. Uh, all right, listen, please come out. And you guys have to come to one of the shows. It's Absolutely. Def- no, we're definitely coming out. Yes. Okay, well, I'll text you, and we can right. get over the information. Mm-hmm. I'll make sure that make people have the correct dates and all that fun it's stuff. It's the second, third, and fourth, next Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights, Punchline Philly up there yes. at Fishtown. Yeah. I'll even find 2017, it. 2017, not 2018. Okay, there? <laughs> okay. 2000. <laughs> Hey, listen, I'll bring my recorder down, and maybe we can do the, my podcast down there. Nice. Record it in person. Oh, beautiful. About that. That's a good idea right there. Beautiful. All right. I'm ready. I better, and somebody, be, somebody, Robin, better be making me some brajol. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Robin brand. doesn't know how to make brajol. She only brajol. eats it at my sister's house. Of right. course I know how to make it. I know All how right. to make everything. All right, Paul. Well, good to talk right, to you, buddy. Me, all right. Hey, great. This is a lot of fun, guys. Thanks for having me on. It's always fun. Right. And, Let's uh, give him a roaring round of applause, ladies and Come on out. Billy Punchline. Yes. And follow you at paulmercurio.com. At Paul, well, your website, right? Yep. There you go. Paulmercurio.com. Straight at, up everything. At paulmercurio on Twitter. You on Instagram, too? Mm-hmm. Same thing? I am, and I'm on Facebook. Yep. Nice. Same thing. Yep. What about, about MySpace? My, yeah, MySpace. On MySpace? <laughs> I'm, on my, I'm on MySpace, and I also have a um, homing pigeon. Uh, business where I send everything out on uh, with pigeons with little notes wrapped nice. in their feet. We'll see so him on the chat room later. Get the information. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. I'll see you later. Right. Right. Yeah. There he is. Let's you. give him a roaring round of applause. There's nothing better than self-deprecation. See, we're no, Italian. It's the best kind Bob's of not Italian, but Luigi, Joe, and I. So yes. if you're not Italian, a lot of that stuff may not I'm be funny. I am now Italian by injection, so yes. it's fine. So, <laughs> so, but no matter what, what generation, no matter what your nationality is, race, color, religion, creed, you know, when, when there's a comic like George Lopez does, you know, Hispanic humor, yep. and Hispanic people eat it up, and he's funny. Mm-hmm. You know, Italian guys, it, it, you don't have to be Italian, though, to, to laugh at Italian humor. No. Right. But if you are, obviously, it's a lot more closer to home, because a lot of that stuff mm-hmm. that seems to be a joke, when it's real life, that's what makes it funny. Yes. My- real life stories become humorous, because everybody Correct. has a humorous side to their upbringing or their families. Who were we watching the other night on HBO that had the special? The Sebastian Maniscalco. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So one of his things at the beginning, he's talking about how Italians, they put a value to everything. Yes. They always talk about money. And, and it's true, and you don't even realize true. it. I started laughing mm. so hard. What'd you pay for that? Four and a half. Because that is, t- like, like I, there's so many times where we've done, gone yeah. somewhere, done something. You go to a wedding, t- right? And you're like, 
Gee, I wonder what they paid for that. Uh, right, right. You know, that, exactly. that, that, that cake. Exactly. And I'm seriously Look like, at the tablecloth. Uh, they're I'm like real the band. <laughs> Joe Rafino just checks it on, on Facebook. He says, the Flyers are down 2 nothing. Louis Anderson scores more at the Playboy Mansion than the Flyers. Oh. <laughs> but the thing that I thought was so funny was like, I thought Tony was like, come on, Tony. We don't have to talk about money all the time. All the like, time, I mean, right. like, do you have to bring up everything it's in like our na- that? It's in our nature. And, and appa- I had no idea that that was part of the Italian culture. Yes, I thought, again, is. I thought it was just him. Yep. No, you think about, <laughs> no, hey, I could build that cheaper, you know? Like, exactly. You go see something, you're like, why would I pay that? I can right. make it myself, right? Right, right. Absolutely. Except like a Samsung 65-inch TV. <laughs> right. I can't make that you myself. Can make 65 <laughs> I exactly. can't make it. The sense. best is what he said when he said uh, when they had the stay-at-home dad kind of thing. He said, my father was the furthest thing from a stay-at-home dad. I think I might actually met my dad at fir- the first time ever when I was 18 years old. I think he had a small break at work. He goes like, I'm your father. <laughs> I'm your dad. <laughs> Now That's I the way I grew up, man. That's it. I have a I have a small update on the Plenty of Fish article. I did uh. make a slight mistake. Oh, wait. We've got to do corrections and retractions or whatever they do at the end. So of the I had said that Dutch and German were the top two. I did not realize that it was broken down by bilingual men and bilingual men, women. What about bisexual men? Yes, bisexual exactly. Really. That's more... It's, pretty, it's a dating site. Come on. But... Well, let me finish this. No, there's anything wrong Bilingual with that. <laughs> men were most likely to receive messages if their second language was German. German, oh, German was number one, Swedish number two, Dutch number three. Now, bilingual women were most likely to receive messages if their second language was Dutch number one, Arabic number two, wow. and Swedish number three. Wow. <laughs> Dutch. Not on. Oh, did one of the one cats, of the cats just go to the bathroom? Oh, really? Man. So. <laughs> So for those of you who are wondering what in the world they're doing right now, Not so I can't smell a thing. Norma, speaking of languages, normally our cat right boxes now. are down in the basement, but yeah. because we're working Oof. down in the basement, we have to have it up here in the hallway. Not Don't let it, it match, and it Oof. can be a little bit fresh. Yes, sorry. <clears throat> Anywho, Jeez. so yeah, so Arabic. Choke an elephant with that. Thing. Arabic number like Arabic. Uh, yeah, Arabic How? is number two. About that. Listen, I, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just it's just a surprising thing. How is how can Italian not be in there? It's got to be up there, right? How can Spanish be not be in there? No, I was no, say, I mean, like, it's yeah, in there. Spanish, South American, any kind of like South yes. American. So back to the men. Yes. So Dutch was number three, Norwegian number four, Italian was number five. Italian number five. No and way. then it went to Portuguese, eh? Number six, seven was French. It's an outrage. It is, it is an, an outrage. outrage. Now, for women... <laughs> Where's gibberish? For women, Italian was all the way down to ten. Wow. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Dude. An Italian... Like, Italian women... Who, who, what list is this? Where are you getting this from? From... It's pl- it's uh, uh, plenty of fish, and they have, they did research. Were you not listening to me? No, because it's ridiculous. <laughs> plenty of fish is like a hookup site, right? Yes. No, it's a dating site. So no, it's a hookup site. I do it the old-fashioned no, way. I mean, I mean, it's 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 not quite as a hookup. When site I went as to Tinder. LA and I was alone for a couple of years, when I you know when after I got went through a divorce, you were going, going through plenty of fish. Yeah, people <laughs> said go to plenty of fish and you hook up on there. Right. They don't care what language I, you that, speak. There's that, only one language. When on I got that divorced, site. everybody told me to go on that site. Yeah, I never, POF. I, I never did. But POF. Baby. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, right. Hey, where are the white women at? They're <laughs> on plenty of fish, speaking Norwegian, yes. uh, Dutch, German, and uh, and German. Now, Arabic. Yes. Now I personally think that that totally makes sense that the bilingual women who are most likely to receive messages as their second language was the Dutch woman. Yes. Because I think it's more than just. I think that not only when a, a man hears that a woman's other language is Dutch, what is the first thing that you think of about that woman then? Uh, let's see. Uh, she's tall. Uh, she smokes weed excessively. <laughs> she's taller than me. 
she's tall. Yes. And she has been to the red light district. <laughs> and maybe to the Anne Frank house and uh, No, but seriously, tulips. what do you think of with Dutch women in general? Not about the... Blonde. Okay, blonde. Yes. Tall, per- blonde. Perky. And what else? Big breasted? Yes. No. Okay, my point. Buxom. Obviously, you, like you guys aren't. The, my, I think that a lot of, I think that a lot you of like men. That. You like that? Yes, we like that. I think a lot of men think that Dutch women are open. They're very open-minded. Oh, uh, you mean like more liberal-minded? They're yes. more liberal-minded. They're yeah. probably more willing to try different things. We were thinking more on the superficial, yeah, you know, know, blatantly chauvinistic. But level. no, no, I'm thinking blatantly oh, chauvinistic as well. <laughs> I think that a lot of people think that Dutch women are more open to Experimenta- experimentation. Wild, yeah. Well, I can that that part I can understand because so, I mean, who wants to have boring? Yes. So I think, <laughs> exactly. like leave your wooden shoes on, things like that. Yeah. Exactly. You know, Robin has wooden shoes. I do. You saw really? those, right? I the do. authentic Dutch wooden shoes. Oh, I didn't see that. Thank no. God our mothers didn't have wooden shoes, Joe. No, they got, uh, they're, like, they're be, like sniper rifles. Just beat me up with the regular shoes. <laughs> my mom could hit me from a thousand yards out. Absolutely. And then say. Give me my shoes back. You want, yeah, me to re- yeah. you want me to reload the clip? Exactly. After you just unloaded it? Are you high? But they were with house slippers. Exactly. Yes. So I mean, would a, would a wooden shoe hurt. We kill, kill you. We kill you. <clears throat> I kill you. That cat's so, killing me right now. Now, um, I'll clean it up in just a second. I, chemical warfare. So I need to ask these questions. Uh, yeah. We got to do our Verizon update, though. It's, not it's, with the it's already 9 o'clock. Thing. I know. We got, we've been teasing this. This is a big story. We can't bury okay. the lead. I'm sorry, What are we, the Washington Post? Are we fake news? This I'm is fake news. Barbecue well, Beef Balboa has two fantastic questions. Yes. She's so, a great yes. follower, by okay. the way. So let me do this. I'm going to ask this, these two questions of you, Tony. I will go clean the cat box so these two guys well, don't But we got to do the Verizon. And Robin takes down Verizon and update. And then I'll come back with Verizon. So yes. he has two questions of you that he asked through Twitter. And he said, one is a sports question and one is an etiquette question. I, I got speak. nine DMs on here. It's like, ask Tony Bruno. So uh, first, the sports Tell question. Tell it to the mayor. Remember that yeah. show? Yeah. <laughs> sports <laughs> question. Um, since you know Jeannie Buss. Yes. He says, um, a quick question. What is your take on the Magic Johnson hire? It's a big deal out in L.A. It is a big deal. There are people ridiculing it. Uh, I saw a couple of big-time NBA guys saying, well, you know, Magic Johnson, they could find, you know, a bunch mm-hmm. of people. But Magic Johnson, remember, he coached the Lakers after he retired, and that didn't work out too well. No. Neither did his talk show. Well, that's another but, story, But yeah. the thing about, is Magic Johnson one of the all-time great? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, Jim Buss is her brother. Uh, she fired her brother, Jim Buss, and she also fired the general manager, mm-hmm. who's been there for a few years. And, and so she says, the, the problem with the Lakers, and I talked about this yesterday in San Francisco, the problem with the Lakers is they suck. Right. And this is a glamorous franchise, and they're not mm. far removed from being a glamorous franchise, right? Correct. And so she he, sees that they're tanking. She sees that Kobe Bryant's gone. Yeah, he just left last year, so yeah. it's not, they're not that far removed. Yeah, right. they're not that. Well, you know, Kobe's last couple of years, obviously the team wasn't very good, and they're getting worse, and they're tanking. So when you're in L.A., you can't afford to do what the Sixers do and just keep lying to the fans about, you know, the, well, we're going to be NBA champions before long. Right. And we're going to keep tanking, and don't you guys complain because, and maybe it does, and I hope they do. But you can't do that in Los Angeles. You can't tell, those fans will disappear. Those fans will, those will, they will not show up at Staples Center. Are you serious about that? Absolutely. They will not show up to watch D-League talent in that town. And they don't have, let's look at their roster. How many guys that you, on their okay, roster, let's, when, when Swaggy P is one of those mostly sought-after guys. Well, actually, Lou, somebody, Lou, Lou no, Louis Williams. And, he got, and he's been traded. But, but for number one for a first round draft pick, yeah, was when Lou He's Williams your six was here. Man. You got when Lou the, Williams was deal. here, people ridiculed him because he was on that team that 
went on to the NBA Eastern Conference Finals, and people didn't think they were good enough. He goes to the Lakers, and all of a sudden, he's worth a number one. Did the Sixers get a number one pick for Tony, Williams? He's, he's, just a, he's just a scorer, and he's, he's, a, he's a pretty good and six God man. Bless, I mean, I'm not ripping him. I'm just saying that's the mindset in Los Angeles. You La- cannot put out a substandard product. No, the La- what the Lakers would happen was that they overpay for a guy like Timothy Mozgov to come in and play center for him because again the, the free agent market was barren, so they had to overpay for him. You have D'Angelo Russell, who's the young the young point guard, but he was hurt for most of the season. He comes in. You have Sw- uh, Swaggy P again. He's a starting two guard. Julius Randle's playing your power forward spot. They have Brandon. They have Ingram. You know, and they have all these lottery picks. They have Ingram again, takes but they're, bar- they're barely playing. Again, they're barely playing. You know, they have guys that are like. Larry Nance Jr., who's a nice, but they have a couple nice little pieces, but they have nobody who's of like substance. That's the problem. The problem they is you bring, have to have a superstar yeah, and you know to go along happen? with those young players. They're going to unload three hundred million dollars for Kevin Durant. They're going to offer him three hundred million dollars. They're going to do that. Why do you think he went to Golden State with the player option for that second year? Because the CBA goes up, and they're able to get more money. And Kevin Durant's going to ask for three hundred million dollars, and the Lakers are going to give it to him. And then he's going to go there, and he's going to bring other people with him, and they're going to win another NBA title. You're absolutely right. That's exactly how it works. And that's why they want Magic Johnson as the GM, because he can schmooze those guys. And he'll make the big splashes. And they don't have a guy on their roster that can attract. Who's going to attract big-name guys to come in? It's like the Sixers. Embiid, hopefully, is healthy enough that he'll attract other players who want to play with him. In L.A., they don't have one player on their roster that the rest of these superstars who are thinking about jumping and have an opportunity to leave – they're not going to go play for the Lakers just because it's L.A. No, absolutely. You're absolutely right. And as much as I love Embiid and everybody in Philadelphia loves Embiid and you see what he can be, he's not Kevin Durant. I'm, I'm just saying Kevin Durant is going to be a big-time free agent, and he is going to be a free agent, but he's not attracting anybody. Embiid's not going to bring in the kind of guys that, that Kevin Durant no, does. No, but he doesn't have to bring in a Kevin Durant. He has to bring in a couple of legit. It may not even need to bring in a bunch of superstars. If these other guys develop... You know, and you yeah, see Sarich t- getting better. Oh, no, no, I'm talking so, about well, the Lakers. I'm talking about the yeah. Lakers' wise. I'm talking about the Sixers at least have a couple of guys, and they only need maybe one good veteran to go along with them. You know what's funny? Out of the whole tanking <laughs> process, out of the whole process,